What is this? Some kind of a podcast? It's harmless phosphorescence. Everyone, this is Thoreau Smiley, and I have eaten a lot of canaries. They're full of fiber. Who's joining me this week? Hey, I used to be a person. Now I'm not. I'm Cece. I'm Brian Lesh, and this is real. I had to stop these guys from burning down your house with your kids in there. I'm a whole lot of pretty and a whole lot of crazy. I'm Mallory Weber. And this is Harmless Phosphorescence. It's the podcast where we watch every theatrically released full-length live-action superhero movie ever made. We gather some research into the production and the source material, then we tell you all about it. This show is brought to you by our patrons. Patrons like executive producers Michael Beckwith and Atticus Burkett. You want to be a patron too? It's easy. Just head on over to patreon.com slash harmless entertainment. Buck a month gets you started. Uh, You get an extra podcast every single month. At a dollar, at five dollars, you get a bunch of extra podcasts. Uh, we got music ones on there, Star Wars ones. We've got Simpsons ones. Uh, just head over, check it out. Patreon.com/slash Harmless Entertainment. Now, this week on Harmless Phosphorescence, we are going to be watching Suicide Squad. Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? Come on! Caught in a landslide. No escape from reality. Ah! Did you speed up? They're bad guys. Worst of the worst. Was this a cheerleading trials? Hi, boys. Deadshot. Uh, shoots people. He's a crocodile. And he eats people. Burns people. You're possessed by a witch. And she's just crazy. What was that? I should kill everyone and escape? Sorry. The voices. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's not what they really said. This is the deal. You're going somewhere very bad. Whoa. Do something that'll get you killed. Let's save the world. I can't wait to show you my toys. Let's do something fun. Seriously, the hell's wrong with you people? We're bad guys. It's what we do. Nothing really matters to me. I wish the whole movie could have been that speed. What? Oh yeah, it would have been <laughs> yeah. way more enjoyable. Yeah, um, would have. That um, does not indicate the tone of this movie. No, but that that trailer. The reason I chose that trailer specifically, even though it wasn't the most descriptive of the film is because it plays very heavily into the film that we ended up getting, which we'll get into in the production. That That is Suicide Squad, not to be confused with The Suicide Squad. That is... I mean, I guess I meant that it just makes it seem lighter than it really, really And is. again, that 
we'll get to that in the production and that yeah, trailer is yeah. the reason uh, for a lot of things but all right yeah it was released august 5th 2016 it has a running time of 123 minutes it cost 175 million dollars um 150 million of that was music licensing i'm pretty sure uh and it made 746 million dollars at the box office which means it is time for us to play the box office top 10 game this is the game in which I will describe the top 10 movies of the week of August 5th, 2016. The guys here are going to try to guess what movie I'm describing, and uh, then we'll, uh, that's what we'll do. <laughs> I yeah, totally just we'll ran see. out of words there for a minute. All we'll right. See. We'll see if the guesses are true. Yeah, <laughs> that's how talking works. You guys <laughs> ready to play? Oh, I'm so ready, Thoreau. Uh, thank you, Al. <laughs> all yeah, right al's been waiting for this moment his whole life <laughs> coming in even at, more than last week <laughs> even more coming in at number 10 this week um when an acorn sends an asteroid to earth our heroes must find a way to stop it <laughs> over the hedge <laughs> uh, that's insane that is insane <laughs> I had no idea that's what the... um, gnomes. Gnome? No. Ice Age 3. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know what number it is. <laughs> I don't know what number they're on. There's another one coming out, apparently, which is Early good because Disney owns it now. So I'm surprised they're still making them. But um, uh, Ice Age Collision Course. I don't know which one this is. They're trying to stop the asteroid that killed the dinosaurs. That's their goal in this movie. And it's because of an acorn. Yeah. They're they're primary adversaries. Oof. With like a spacecraft? I don't know. I've never seen this one. I don't Is know. Is that very little muskrat thing going to fly into space? I want to see this movie. I have questions. And grab the acorn as it's coming down full throttle. Yeah. Does the acorn yeah. get smaller as it falls towards Earth? <laughs> as it disintegrates? Yeah. He's got know. the cap. Um, yeah, uh, that's does the, does the muskrat get smaller? I saw the fertile <laughs> for the earth. <laughs> that's a series that you know, I saw like the first few. Like, again, I have no idea how many there are, but I saw the first few having kids, and it was always fine. But after a certain point, it's like, yep, <laughs> they're still walking around on ice, getting into some crazy stuff. <laughs> Uh, uh, number nine following a ghost invasion of Manhattan paranormal enthusiasts uh, band together to stop the otherworldly threat Ghostbusters yeah yeah. it's confusing it was co <laughs> the movie that hey guys did you know that they were all girls that wasn't mentioned a lot at the time oh, no, that's why I'm asking like a big deal yeah, I had to restrain myself from saying the all-woman cast of Ghostbusters. <laughs> the, so the part of that movie that all bothered things. me the most was the fact that they didn't, is that they named it Ghostbusters instead of The Ghostbusters or Ghostbusters 2016 or Ghostbusters mm. The New Batch. Like anything Just to differentiate it from the first movie, which was also entitled Ghostbusters. Right. I still haven't seen it. My sister tells me I need to. Yeah, not I just as, watched it not as much as the, the new new one, but still, it's it's totally. 
fine. It's a- I, I, I never, I never had anything against it. I just never got around <laughs> to watching it. Oh, I did. I don't like it when ladies tell jokes. That's <laughs> nope. the least favorite job. thing ever. Yeah, these four nope. ladies who are all well known as comedians, by the way. Funny, funny ladies. Yes. I will not accept that. It's not like they cast well, like Meryl Streep in here. These are all like <laughs> SNL alums. Like, come on. Right. Meryl Streep is hilarious, though. The thing that I find offensive is that Leslie uh, Jordan, is that her name? Yeah. Uh, Anyways, that the African-American character, once again, has no real education, you know, in line with the three white ladies. Yeah. I mean, she works in the subway station. That works less well in 2016 than it did in 19, Leslie Jones. Yes. Than it did in in 1983. (laughs) So, yeah, right. It was the Winston treatment. They decided to stick with that. Yeah, I mean, that's true. It's not a perfect movie, but it's it's perfectly cromulent. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. The Internet just likes to get upset when they uh, have too many women in anything. Yeah, let's yeah. dudes. Dudes like to. Yeah, dudes. Well, a, a certain yeah. a certain sect of dudes that tend to be on the Internet quite a bit. The loud voices on the Internet. Mm-hmm get upset about yeah. it who are happy with nothing no matter what yeah oh they're the ones that loved suicide squad though um <laughs> at number eight because the only female real female character in it it spends the entire time in the sequined panties <laughs> like yeah yeah bending over constantly yeah bending over <laughs> yeah exactly yeah there's, there's a 12 year old fantasy that's rampant throughout this movie mm. oh enchanter so it was Twitching around, yeah, in her little bikini thing. <laughs> yeah, she's a real butterface. Anyway, number eight. <laughs> number eight. I have never heard of this movie until just now. All right, um, a high school senior finds herself immersed in an online game of truth or dare, where her every move starts to become manipulated by an anonymous community of watchers. I remember this. This is. I don't remember what it's called. What is this like? Tick like TikTok the movie. <laughs> Fast times at shithole. Uh, yeah, we got Emma Roberts and Dave Franco. Ooh, the unproblematic Franco. I can fit all these Tide <laughs> Pods in my mouth, the film. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Nerve. <laughs> Meh. I thought you were going to say nerd the way you were saying <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> like, Nerds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at number seven. Oh, I love this. Rebecca must unlock the terror behind her little brother's experiences that once tested her sanity. <laughs> Rebecca. You know, Becky. Yeah, is this, I love when we're supposed to know. Is this a conjuring movie? I don't know. It doesn't say. Well, is it, it like malevolent or? No, no, it's it's evil. I, I, I have to assume it's a sequel to something, but it's not indicated anywhere in the title or poster. She's so crazy. It's called Lights Out. Sure it is. Yeah. The I person was lights on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, lights on. Lights on. Or uh, darks on. <laughs> darks on. Darks on. Lights on. Lights out. Lights on. Produced by Pat Marie. Darks out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. At number, what is this? Opening this week. At number six. This is the first time I've ever, ever heard of this movie. And oh, my God, a stuffy businessman finds himself trapped inside the body of his family's cat. 
The man oh. trapped inside the family's cat is Kevin Spacey. <laughs> oh, wait. I remember this. No, I've heard of this. That darn, it's, it wasn't a that darn cat. Anymore? Also starring no, Christopher cat. Walken and Jennifer Garner. <laughs> this is uh, a cat. Two mouse. <laughs> the poster is amazing. It's just, a, it's a cat. And the cat. Uh, the CEO, the cat executive officer. No, but that's better. It's called that's Nine so Lives. Of course it is. But yeah. the poster is a cat with a sharp with a red sharpie, and he's like holding up a poster, and on the poster pointing to Kevin Spacey, it says "Me." <laughs> Produced by Morris the Cat. Nine Lives. Oh my God! At number five. A spaceship explores the furthest reaches of uncharted space where they encounter a new ruthless enemy who puts them and everything their organization stands for to the test. Uh, Star Trek Into Darkness. No. Be- beyond. Beyond. Oh, Star Trek Beyond. That was the last one they made, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And that it had Idris Elba, right, as the bad guy? I didn't. Did I actually never saw that one. At that point, I was so sick of the Abrams Star Treks, I was like, fuck it. Like you him. didn't. You didn't. Uh, you didn't like all that lens flare. Ugh. He really leaned in on that man. He's like, yeah. people think this is hilarious. I'm gonna double down. What's funny is that's all. Sh- that's all shot on sound stages. Like, there's no actual sun providing lens there's flare. No sun to create it. That's yeah. fake lens flare. Yeah, there are like hundreds of thousands of dollars least. making the lens flare happen. Jeez. Yeah, animated. Oh god, yeah. I am. I yeah. It's. It was just so not. I mean, that's not what I go to Star Trek for. What he did with it. That's what I go to Star Wars for, which was why he got Episode Seven. But it's not why I watch Star Trek. Um, at number, I just like to watch that guy kiss all them green aliens. <laughs> that's yeah. what they wanted to do. Yeah, get them on a planet, get weird, colorful aliens. Yeah, yeah. that's Star Trek, right? Right. Uh, uh, number, I keep forgetting the number. At number four, ooh, the quiet life of a terrier named Max is upended when his owner takes in Duke, a stray who Max dislikes. <laughs> the fuck is up with animal movies this week? Right? There's so many. This is also, so we've got two animal movies starring two canceled guys. This one has Louis C.K. Hmm. Yeah. Is this a dog? No, oh, is this before oh, oh. they got the canceled? Secret, this is before. This is prior to either. Yeah, Secret Life of Pets. Yes. Oh, pets. Yeah, um, but yeah, this is before either of them got canceled. Like Weird. shortly before they both did, actually, like a year or two. Well, thank goodness they both did these shit movies. Yeah, they Make both had. Money. They both had movies in which they voiced animals. Yeah, easy paychecks. Yeah, which they yeah didn't think they needed. Yeah, not not saying that voice acting is an easy paycheck, but for a celebrity. That's yeah. an easy paycheck. Well, I mean, yeah, because you're not... Yeah, ex- when you're hired for your name. Yeah, yeah you're, exactly. it, you're not like Billy West or Phil Lamar. You're not expected to come in and like Fuck provide me. like a voice. You're just expected yeah. to come in and, and be yourself for three hours and then go home with a hundred and fifty grand. Yeah. So, all right. For any movie executives listening, I will gladly voice an animal. Oh. By being, by being myself for three hours. You'd ha- you have a good voice acting uh, voice. Yeah, if, <laughs> just work on other voices. 
you know, dialects and such. For anybody casting an animated film, I would gladly do any sort of voice. I have a reel uh, on my YouTube, yeah. so check it out. I've got a lot of voice. I'll, I'll voice an inanimate object. I'll voice an animate object. I'll do anything. Whatever. I'll, I'll, you want me to be yeah, one of those sausages money, in the I'll sausage movie penis. sequel? Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'll, I'll, do like, do I'll do like an 80s like cartoon, like, oh, hey, punky friend. Like anything. <laughs> yeah. Glomer. With yeah, Glomer. I'll, I'll voice a rock. Yeah. I'm with I'll, voice I'll voice the rock. Uh, voice There's the rock. no limit. I'll voice the rock. <laughs> I don't care. Joe Montana. Joe Montana. Give me a paycheck. I'll they, do they it. They only had the budget for his face. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't do the voice. Uh, at number three. When three overworked and underappreciated mothers are pushed beyond their limits, they ditch their conventional responsibilities for a jolt of long overdue freedom. Suicide Squad. <laughs> That's oh an entire God. generation. They made a movie. Right. Th- this is one of the string of movies that all had a similar title. Two words. Bad moms. Bad moms. You got it, Josh. Yep. Uh, what we got? Uh, yeah, Jackie got from that '70s show, and oh, and Veronica Mars, and I think Catherine Heigl. This movie. Not Catherine Heigl. Uh, Catherine Hahn. Yeah, they're oh. cuties. It, yeah. It, was, you know. it was fine. I remember seeing it at the time. It was fine. Um, at number two, the CIA's most dangerous former operative is drawn out of hiding to uncover more explosive truths. The born. Uh, <laughs> There's no uh, difference, but yeah, nothing happens when you press the walk button. <laughs> born on the Fourth of July. Born again. Yeah, born again. Jason born on the Fourth of July. Yes. <laughs> this one is just called Jason Born. They got real lazy with the naming. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Like the born it's identity. Like we know his name. The born identity, the born extremity, the born. <laughs> born deformity. Yeah. Born. The born. And the born regency. The born extremity. Uh, is that about the, the clone they grew from the mole they cut off of his back? Oh, God. Little demons. Little yeah. demons. Yeah. Demons. The, yeah. The, the born sexosity. What was the name of that Prince album? <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, and at number one, a secret government agency recruits some of the most dangerous incarcerated supervillains to form a defensive task force. Their first mission, save the world from the apocalypse. That was not their mission. Yeah, nope. Zootopia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Madagascar. Yeah, they're going to Ma- fight blueberries. Madagascar 3, the born ice age. <laughs> the real secret of pets. It's his wiener. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not secret, Josh. That's, every, that's all over the place. <laughs> That's what I mean. Uh, that is our box office top 10 for the week, uh, which brings us to our character and comic book background. Mr. Professor Weber, please tell us what we need to know about this squad, which is uh, uh, self-destructive. Oh, my gosh. There was so much. Okay. Um, <clears throat> pardon me. The Suicide Squad is a fictional anti-hero team appearing in DC Comics 
the first version of the Suicide Squad debuted in The Brave and the Bold, number 25, September of 1959. Whoa, that long ago? Yeah. Um, The second and modern version, created by John Ostrander, debuted in Legends, number 3, January of 1987. Going back to 1959. um, Look back. The first uh, roundup of Suicide Squatters involved uh, let's see, team members Um, physicist Jess Bright astronomer Dr. Hughes Evans, Rick Flagg Jr. the team leader and Karen Grace, flight medic so less a Suicide Squad and more just like a team of academics Kinda, yeah. Uh, Rick Flag Jr. Uh, he was uh, he was military. The others were not so much. Um, yeah. So 1959, the Brave and the Bold. Hmm. Um, moving on to 1987. Let's see here. So that was the Silver Age. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1959. Um, let's see. Rick Flag continu- Rick Flag Jr. continued to be a squad leader for the Suicide Squad, um, but then they brought in such characters as Captain Boomerang and Deadshot uh, in 1987, uh, where they <laughs> they reassembled it to to be more of what we know, where it's uh, bad guys who are coerced to fight in the interest of the United States government. All right. So yeah. And more muscle than nerd. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He's more muscle now than nerd. (laughs) Twisted into (laughs) form. Um so that's fun. We got a whole string of characters. Let's just look at them. I'm not gonna go in too deep, uh I hope. Um so Harley Quinn first appeared in the Timverse Batman the Animated Series. Hell yeah. It was created for the show. Um, uh, she debuted on the 22nd episode of Batman the Animated Series, September of 1992. Which just FYI, that series was uh, created and run by um, a couple dudes that uh, were that uh, came off Animaniacs. It was part of that entire Spielberg renaissance that happened because of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah. And it's the best uh, animated show that's ever existed, I think. I I mean, and they gave... What? The best animated Batman show or animated show, period? Um, Of that genre. Not necessarily Batman. Like, obviously, The Simpsons... (laughs) And, you know, there's lots of cartoon shorts, but I mean, uh, superhero animation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Super like a straight ahead superhero animated show. That's not supposed to be funny. Well, that sure. genre. Yeah. Not just superhero. But yeah. well, you don't like the incoherence of X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the 90s X-Men has its charms, but Batman, the animated series was like head and shoulders above it. Oh, yeah. Well, and it makes sense plot-wise from beginning to end, whereas X-Men just, I was confused like three episodes in. Well, yeah. I mean, the 90s X-Men kind of tried to, 
it was was kind of following like the '80s superhero playbook, where it was like stuff just happens week to week. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um. Very few animated shows have such a distinct aesthetic as Batman the animated series did. Um. Period. <laughs> well, yeah, it was they, heavily influenced by the Tim Burton film, certainly, but also like it was its own thing too. And they laid it out right from the intro with like the uh, the painted scenes. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It was. I don't know. It's it's iconic. Yeah. And the ambiguous Wait. time frame. It's modern. Yeah. And it's Art Deco at the same time. Yeah. They got cell phones, but they also have like model T's. Not quite yeah. model T's, but yeah, it's all nineteen. 19- it created its own world. It wasn't animated over another world. Yeah, exactly. Um, Har Harley Quinn. Um, uh, real name Doctor Harleen Quinzel fell in love with the Joker, her patient, eventually becoming his accomplice and lover. I love how conveniently um, all these people get their uh, their their uh, supervillain superhero monikers. Her name is Harlene Quinzel, which is very mm-hmm. close to Harley Quinn. Oh, and she happens to go with the dude that's a clown. That works out thematically very well for her. It's like yeah, if Batman's it's, name is like Dingbat Manfield. Yes. It's, um, which, yeah, Manfield. But it speaks to the fact that she was um, created and introduced as a cartoon character. You're talking 22 minutes or less to tell yeah. a story. And it's comic booky, but yeah, yes, how convenient. Her first the one name thing is I want Harley to Quinn. Out, yeah, Harleen Quinn, so yeah. Or Harleen, uh, there we go, sorry. But um, all that Bruce Tim got in this credit um, was a special thanks at the very end. Mm. Yeah, That's too bad. Um, Harley Quinn, I think, would go on to become one of the more popular villain characters of all time. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Um well, yeah. The, we've all watched that cartoon, right? The the HBO uh Max uh Harlequin car- uh, animated sh- series is um is awesome. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's amazing. It's so good. Yeah. It's one of she the worst well cartoon character. She does. Yeah. Um <laughs> the over the top. That also contains one of my favorite Joker um Batman uh interactions of all time on any media. Um, Batman gets unmasked in front of Joker and Joker sees it's Bruce Wayne. He's like, Batman is Bruce Wayne. You know, I, 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 uh, I contributed to your electric car, um, program, Bruce. Three years later, there's still nothing. Where's my electric car, Bruce? (laughs) Yep. Um, it also contains your, probably your favorite Bane appearance or Bane line. Absolutely. The streets will run with Razzy Dazzy. (laughs) Yeah, Bane in that. Oh my god! Yeah, no, that show's just great. I recommend everybody watches it. One of my one of my fellow teachers at school is trying to convince me to teach an entire class in Bane voice. (laughs) Well, that Bane voice is based on the freaking goofy Bane voice that we got in the Nolan movies. Yes, I love that so much. Yeah. Um, Okay. Um. Deadshot. Okay. AKA Floyd Lawton. There are a lot of characters to run through. Sorry. Uh, Deadshot. Floyd Lawton. 
Uh, first appeared in Batman number 59, June of 1950. Another character that goes back a lot longer than I thought. Yeah. Um, he, he's really good at shooting things. Yeah, that's a, his superpower is guns. That's it. Uh, <laughs> he's an excellent sniper who regularly right. boasts of never missing a shot. And that's, you know, okay, a sniper. But yeah, they they have all kinds of dudes with machine guns in this, and they can't do any damage. And then Deadshot gets up with this pistol. <laughs> well, and de- you don't uh, have to be a dead shot when you have a fucking machine gun that big. Yeah, you just spray. You don't have to be a dead shot when there's a bunch of uh, your foes running at you in a straight line. <laughs> you just kind of spray that. back and forth. You just cock the gun and throw. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a like a golden lord, huh. baby lords. Um, let's see. I'm trying to. Oh, they don't give me a year. I was trying to find when Deadshot joined the Suicide Squad, but I don't see it. Okay, moving on. He started as a Cub Scout. <laughs> uh, Rick Flag. There were three Rick Flag characters. Um father, son, and grandson, I think we get Rick Flagg Jr., who would have been the son, um, and he was the holy the, tr- the holy trinity of Rick Flaggs, the Suicide father, Flag. the son, and the holy ghost of Rick Flaggs. The, flag thing. the holy flag. <laughs> um, let's see, does he have any... Uh, he's a master military tactician and strategist and a master in armed and unarmed combat. Uh, first appearing in The Brave and the Bold, number 25, September 1959, with the first appearance of the Suicide Squad. Uh, Amanda Waller, also known as The Wall. <laughs> Hey, 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 we, <laughs> we don't need no Suicide that Squad. Was, that was her frat name. Amanda her the Wall Waller. The Wall. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, nerds. Her first appearance was in Legends number one, November of 1986. Uh, most commonly known as the... Uh, the the brains behind the Suicide Squad. I don't know the the one who holds the the trigger to blow up all their heads. What was she? Was this character? Was she not in Green Lantern? Uh, the movie. Yeah. Or I thought that's what uh, what's her face was playing in Green Lantern. I oh I no you're right you're right. Um, Angela Bassett. Yeah, uh, Angela Bassett was supposed. Yes, Angela Bassett was supposed to be Amanda Waller in the Green Lantern movie. Interesting. I think when they were thinking Green Lantern was going to kick off their universe, I think she was supposed to be the Nick Fury character, and then you know. I feel like Viola Davis brought extra to the the role. Oh yeah, because she's amazing. Um, <laughs> I mean, nothing. Nothing wrong with Angela Bassett, but Viola Davis is amazing. Yeah. You know, the right role for Angela Bassett was in Black Panther. Yeah. That's legal, you know. Absolutely. It yeah. fit her better, personally. Yeah. yeah. But this, yeah. Yeah, Viola Davis is a totally Amanda Waller. Just hardcore stone face. Yeah. She's, yeah. She plays angry. And they list 
A list of Amanda Waller's abilities include skilled strategist, utilizes political influence, skillful use of firearms, and expert markswoman. I think those last two things said kind of the same thing. That's every MAGA Karen. Um, Captain Boomerang! A.K.A. George Digger Harkness. Um, (laughs) Yeah, Digger, Digger Harkness. First appeared in The Flash number 117, December of 1960. So he was initially a Flash foe. Okay, that's good. Does Flash Um, exist in Midway City or Central? I'm I'm most used to Central City. I don't know where Midway City came from. I've heard Central City. We don't know where any of this shit is. Sure, sure. But I've heard Central City more often than I've heard Midway City. That was kind of weird. Yeah, I think Flash is based in Central City. And it's like midway between what? Because the (laughs) Affleck first pointed out that Metropolis and uh, Gotham are across the bay from each other. Right. So Midway City is... Midway between what? New Jersey and and Delaware. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, sent Midway, Central, maybe more of a St. Louis kind of thing. I don't have my my map up from. Well, that would make sense, right? That but, would make sense. You yeah. gotta have a, you gotta have a Midway Midwestern superhero somewhere. Yeah, but what 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 is? Yeah, uh, not is, that dude from Kansas or anything. Is Central City where Chicago is in the DC universe? Then, like I said, I I think it's more of a St. Louis. Yeah, no, no, Midway City. But what about Central City? Well, I think they're supposed to be the same thing oh i thought they were two separate cities i like i said i've never heard of midway city before this movie okay um or maybe i have i don't know maybe it's uh maybe it's i don't know east kansas city or kansas city east st louis yeah st louis on the uh illinois side yeah central central city on the, the illinois side and Midway City on the Missouri side. Something like that. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, Captain I, uh, I once saw Jesus. I oh. once saw Radiohead play in St. Louis. <laughs> it was a good show. <laughs> My mom's family's from that area. Yeah, I've seen the Cardinals play. Um, George Digger Harkness, the boomerang. Captain, the captain boomerang. Uh, he is Australian, clearly. Uh, he's an expert marksman, expert combatant, and utilizes various tricks and weaponized boomerangs. Yeah, I do have to appreciate that this film is racist, not just towards other races, but also towards Australians. Yeah. Weaponized boomerangs. Is I'm surprised the, is they didn't. One that that's like weaponized, weaponized guns. Like, that's what it is. <laughs> it's like, throw it hard enough, it's weaponized. I'm surprised they didn't make him say throw another shrimp on the Barbie at some point in this movie. Good day, mate. Yeah, this movie is not subtle in its in its in its racial and uh uh provincial stereotypes. Oh yeah. That's not an alligator man. This is an alligator man. Uh El Diablo. Oh sorry. Oh nothing. I'm just talking about Digo's eating babies. Uh, Oh yeah. (laughs) Uh El El Diablo uh, a name shared by several fictional characters in the DC Comics universe. 
Um, the one we got was Chato Santana. Um, Just overly racist towards... So, so like, oh my God, like a 1980s style gangbanger. <laughs> like, what? Who's like straight out of Blood In, Blood Out? Yeah. Yeah, it's like somebody yeah. casually watched Blood In, Blood Out in the background. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. cool. We can base an entire character off this movie. Well, and it's like, put down the burrito. Oh my God, that was... Like, no. oh my God. The the first appearance of El Diablo uh, was not Chato Santana. It was, uh, the real name was Lazarus Lane. Uh, it was first, Mephisto. First appeared in All-Star Western number two, October of 1970. Uh, Chato Santana, his version, appeared in El Diablo volume three, number one, September of 2008. Um, let's see. So I that's guess the modern version. They only list the only ability listed for Chato is pyrokinesis. That is his only ability. Yes, as far as we can see yeah. in this movie. Killer Croc. Real name: Waylon Jones. Um. Was that a sigh of exasperation? Yeah, Killer Croc was like, I did not like anything about this version of Killer Croc. Like, nothing. Yeah, it was strangely underdone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I thought he looked terrible, honestly. Like, this is, I wanted wanted him more like a, what's his face, um, shark guy in the second one. Like, look like the, look like fucking, yeah, yeah, like King Shark. Look like a fucking Croc, dude. Um, The lizard from... The Amazing Spider-Man looked more like Killer Croc than Killer Croc. Yeah, than this. absolutely. I, I didn't hate this version, but underused, uh, a little underdeveloped, I suppose. Um, first appearance of Killer Croc was in uh, there's cameo appearance in Detective Comics number five hundred twenty-three in February of nineteen eighty-three. And his first full appearance was in the following issue. Um, abilities include enhanced strength, speed, and all the other stuff. Uh, reptilian teeth, claws, and scale-like skin. Accelerated healing factor. And, oh, he's a skilled wrestler. I bet most alligators are. Or, <laughs> yeah, Which most don't alligators are pretty skilled Louisiana. wrestlers. Yeah. They just grab you and wrestle you down to the bottom of whatever pond. You're in. I don't um, believe we have any crocodiles in North America. Um, are they all in Australia? Is okay. Oh, so the Caymans, which are down, you know, in South America, and um, yeah, the Nile River, uh, uh, Australia. Crocodiles have the long snout. Alligators have the stubs. Yeah, more like box shape. Um. Does, does Digger Harkness wrestle alligators? Did we even get like a like a crocodile Dundee moment in this movie? They missed a real opportunity. They, they did. did miss a real opportunity. Yeah, with Killer Croc and Digger. Yeah, they could have been far more stereotypical than they tried. They should have with that instance. That's you know? not a knife. That's a boomerang. <laughs> that's a spoon. Or like, that's not a croc. This yeah, is a croc. This is a croc. He, he pulls a crocodile out of his backpack. <laughs> well, he has tacky shorts. He apparently has anything he needs at any given moment with like that he's carrying around like his coat and backpack. Like the, he has beers oh, in there. That, that, 
that stuffed unicorn is a Mary Poppins bag. Ah, gotcha. He just reaches up inside it. it and he's, he, he keeps he, all of his he, binders. He, he, he slides his secret. hand up inside the unicorn and reaches around. <laughs> yeah, no, he makes him talk when he's upset. <laughs> um, the Enchantress. Real name, June Moon. First appeared in First appeared in Strange Adventures number 187, April of 1966. Another long-standing character. Um what's special about her? What her hips isn't? don't lie. Her hips don't lie. <laughs> it's true. Um they've been sworn in. Oh, wow. They have a whole separate page for her list of abilities. Team affiliations with the Suicide Squad, Shadow Pact, Sentinel, Sentinels of Magic, Forgotten Villains, Justice League Dark. There are there are a few uh, Task Force X characters uh, that would end up in Justice League Dark, just worth noting. Um, oh, my gosh. She's got so many. Oh, Give us her best ones. She's her best ones. Um, force field generation, extremely powerful telepathic skills, portal creation, uh, invisibility, emotional manipulation. She can also manipulate biology, <laughs> probability, climate, and mechanics. Oh, also nature and chaos and uh, organics. And superpowers. Wow. Mm. Um, yeah, whole bunch. She can turn you into a she's berry. Like super powerful. She probably could turn you into a berry. That's the weirdest of the powers she uses in this movie, but yeah. she does it a lot. Um, <sighs> Slipknot. Did he die halfway through the movie? Not, <laughs> not even halfway. No, it wasn't halfway. He died about five minutes after being introduced. Okay. Yeah, I totally forgot about him instantly. Uh, I have yeah. so many comments on that. He barely choice. exists as a character in this. Like, does, uh, did he even he had like two lines. He was like yeah. the one expendable one, for movies' sake. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, first appearance in the Fury of Firestorm, number twenty-eight, October of nineteen eighty-four. It appears that he was primarily a Firestorm. Uh, villain, but and was he ever actually in the Suicide Squad? Okay. Uh, moving on. Everyone should go just look on Wikipedia for Suicide Squad. There are so many villains that showed up. Poison Ivy was there at one point, and also not just villains because um, Oracle. Barbara Gordon was an mm -hmm. early uh, addition to the modern Suicide Squad after she was paralyzed, uh, ceased being Batgirl, and started being Oracle, and helped out the Suicide Squad for a while. Yeah, she's the guy in the chair that yeah. Ned's always referring to. Um, Katana. Uh, first appearance in The Brave and the Bold, number 200, July of 1983. 
she has a okay so master swords woman person master martial artist and hand-to-hand combatant she has the soul taker sword which grants her the ability to capture the spirit of every being it kills so would you say it's a heartbreaker a soul taker a love maker (laughs) don't mess around with it a cheese maker (laughs) uh i would say that um thank you for making me say that um so yeah she's been around since 1983 i think that's most of them that's probably that's enough. enough. That's enough of them. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely that's enough. So, all right, thank you, Al. For uh, sorry, try, I tried to breeze through that real fast. Yeah, it's not your fault. It's the movie's fault. Um, <laughs> as so yeah, many things I, are. I placed some blame on St. Louis, Missouri. <laughs> yeah, personally, and Kansas City, Missouri, also. <laughs> um, all right, so that brings us to the production of the film itself. Um, the film was first announced in two thousand nine. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, Justin Marks was going to be the screenwriter. He wrote The Jungle Book, um, the 2016 Jungle Book. That's his most notable work. Um, the the uh, Warner Brothers never signed off on any of his screenplays. And in fact, he they were so unhappy with what he did that he doesn't even get a um, a uh, uh, a story by credit story on this, by. which is usually what happens when they have someone write something and then someone else takes over. Uh, in 2014, David Ayer came on board to write and direct. Uh, David Ayer, who boy, okay. So his, he was in the Navy, and when he got out, he wrote U571, which he sold, and it got made. Then he wrote The Fast and the Furious, the first one. Um, he mostly was a screenwriter for the first part of his career. Um, he wrote... The 2003 SWAT with Colin Farrell, which was terrible. Um, his first film directing was Harsh Times. He did Street Kings, End of Watch, which was all right. Sabotage, Fury, which was okay. Um, we will see him again in, for 2017's Bright. Wait, Wait Fury, no, the no, tank no. movie? Yeah, the tank movie. Oh, I really enjoyed that. Wait. Bright made our list? No, no, not Bright. I'm sorry. I was thinking, what's that other one? Bright Burn. I was getting mixed Bright up Burn. with Bright oh, Burn. Bright Burn yeah. No, Bright okay. did not make our list. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, um, thank God. <laughs> so, um, David Ayer. So, his his pitch was The Dirty Dozen with Supervillains, which, yeah, pretty straightforward. Suicide Squad makes sense. Um, what happened was Batman v Superman. Um, Batman v Superman came out and the entire world was like, Hey, this is real depressing and we don't like it. And Warner brothers started panicking because suicide squad was kind of the same tone. It was a dark, gritty drama about, mm-hmm. about this, uh, group of supervillains. Um, they had, uh, Let's see. There, they had a trailer made by what are they called? The trailer, trailer park, trailer park. Thank you. Yeah, by the yeah. trailer park, um, which was that one we watched, the Bohemian Rhapsody trailer, which completely misrepresented the film that David Ayer made. The trailer was so well received 
um, that they decided that they should try to make the film into their version of the Guardians of the Galaxy. The DC version of Guardians of the Galaxy slash Deadpool, kind of. is, um, And so they filmed extensive, extensive reshoots. They let the trailer park rewrite large portions of the script and shoot large portions of the script and re-edit the film um, to make it more lighthearted, to turn it into more of a comedy. Um, A trailer company (laughs) did this, which was like, that's that's two steps away from them letting us do it. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, By the way, if you want us to write your script we're fully game yeah yeah uh, oh, absolutely who cares if i haven't done it before yeah i'm down let's go for it um about six halfway done they 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 audience tested both versions so extensively that it was cut together scene by scene based on audience reaction to individual scenes wow um, that is why you can tell that. Yes, that is why the first 50 minutes of a two hour film is nothing but introducing our characters over and over again. Um, yeah. uh, a lot of characters to introduce. Yeah, De- no, no. But Deadshot <laughs> and Harlequin both get introduced three separate times. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And then the other characters okay. barely get introduced at all. I, I'm going to break my arm patting myself on the back for not taking 50 minutes to uh, introduce all the characters. Yes, thank you, Al. You did better than Warner mm-hmm. Brothers. Well, uh, in honor of the film, in the spirit of this film, you should introduce them again. Talking about the film. Yes, several There's times. There's still time. Remind, yeah, me, remind me in 30 minutes. So, okay. So, originally, originally, um, uh, let's see. Margot Robbie and Will Smith were first choices for Dead Deadshot and uh, uh, Harley Quinn, so um, that went well. Um, Tom Hardy was originally cast as uh, Randall Flag. Um, he dropped out. Rick Flag, I'm sorry, Rick Flag. Randall Flag was the guy from the stand, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Rick yeah. Flag, not Randall Flag. Um, yeah. Randall Tom, Flag is the walking dude. Yeah. From from the stand. Yeah. Um, Rick Flag. Tom Hardy was originally cast as Rick Flag, and Ryan Gosling was originally cast as Steve Trevor, Wonder Woman's boyfriend. So, now they were going to shove him into this movie. He's yeah, in this movie. He gonna be he's in, this, in movie. this movie because he was recast as. Uh, what is his first name? I'm going to have to look this up as um, one sec. I can't remember his first name. Uh, Scott Eastwood. It's Scott Eastwood is Wonder Woman's He boyfriend? was cast as Steve Trevor, but when they decided that Wonder Woman, while they were shooting this, they were writing the script to Wonder Woman. When they decided Wonder Woman was going to take place during World War One, and Steve Trevor was going to exist during World War One, they simply renamed Scott Eastwood's character to GQ Edwards and cut him out of most of the film. Uh, I wish they named him just Trevor Scott. Oh, he was the... He was one of the seals. Yep, he was one of yeah. the seals. If you look, he's you the can guy see who him. puts the bomb. Yeah. in the thing. He's throughout the entire movie. He, yeah. there was a lot more of him shot 
as Steve Trevor. They simply cut him out and never mentioned his name. And, Is he and Clint's the, yeah. son? Yep, Clint's son, exactly. For a long time, he's been the fan cast for Wolverine. Which I can see it. I can yeah. see it visually. I don't know how well. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how he acts. I, I barely have yeah. a. Yeah. Um, so uh, Ryan Gosley dropped out. Um, Tom Hardy dropped out. Um, let's see. Uh, ooh, that's interesting. Um, and then um, let's see. We got um, for the role of Amanda Waller. They were originally looking at Octavia Spencer, and they offered it to Oprah. To Oprah. I would have loved to see Oprah be a cold-blooded government agent, though. Yeah. That could have been cool. Yeah. They yeah. Tr- they tried to recast um, Tom Hardy um, as uh, um, Rick Flagg um, with Jake Gyllenhaal, who uh, turned down the role. They tried to then uh, recast him as uh, with uh, Joel Ed- Edgerton and John Bernthal, both of whom turned it down. I mean, they're all great choices for the role. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'd, arguably, those two are better than, uh, what's his face? Um, uh, Kinnaman? Is that his name? Uh, oh, well, no. Yeah, no, Joel Tom Ki- Hardy. Oh, Tom Hardy. Yeah. Yeah. Tom absolutely. Hardy doesn't make sense as a military person in my mind. Uh, um, so, uh, all right. So, um, getting... So I don't think the problem with this film was the casting with one notable exception. Um, <laughs> I think the problem with this film was the writing and everything else. I think the casting with one notable exception was pretty spot on. Um, you'll know who I'm talking about. I'm surprised. Um, so- I'm curious. I, I, I can't think of who the one notable exception is offhand. Well, Are you waiting to deliver us this we're, exception. Okay. So, all right. So we've got Will Smith. As Deadshot, we've talked about Will Smith before. We don't need to go into him again. And the notable exception, Jared Leto as the Joker. Oh, yeah. Well, I have questions about the inclusion of the Joker character in this film. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I I mean, I I I think there's a version of this where the Joker is the villain that they're going up against. Right. Could be very interesting. Um, but, uh, I, that's the I, thing is you either go in all the way or, you know, like as flashbacks, totally. Yeah. He's, yeah. You know, integral, integral to, uh, to Harley's yeah. story oh, but, absolutely. Yeah, to have him doing a simultaneous subplot. That's like a B story. Yeah. The Joker yeah, it, is not the B storyline ever. No. Yeah. Well, uh, David Ayer, uh, was quoted on Twitter, I guess himself um, saying that he wishes he had made the Joker, the main villain in this movie. Yeah. Well, absolutely. And there was, and there was a lot more Joker in the air cut, which by the way, he says does exist. And he's kind of been soft, soft testing the, uh, uh, putting feelers out to see if he can get a a release, the air cut going (laughs) on the internet Mm -hmm. so far. It hasn't taken off like the Snyder cut did, but, uh, He's definitely been putting feelers out about it. It's uh, too late. He should have stuck and in, injected himself into the Snyder Cut yeah, conversation. Absolutely. Um, but uh, so Jared Leto has uh, got his kickoff as uh, Jordan Catalano in my so-called life. 
That's where I first saw him, certainly. Um, let's see. Uh, his film debut was How to Make an American Quilt. He was in Fight Club, Girl Interrupted. Oh, God, American Psycho. Yep. Um, he's the lead. Yeah. He's the lead singer um, and main songwriter for 32nd to Mars, a band that I know nothing about other than Jared Leto's in it. I refuse to listen to them. Um, he's also the leader of a some sort of sex cult, I think, at this time. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I heard I, he's a real, real creep. There were stories yeah. about this set. This in particular, can, yes. Can we can we talk about that really briefly? Yes, let's. Um, so so he was he was uh, rumored to have what released pigs on set pigs heart pigs no, heart it was, it was like body parts of, yeah pig, yeah that he sent um, to other cast members yeah used condoms and weird things and all this stuff allegedly took, this set yes yes allegedly took okay. a dump in like other people's dressing rooms all of this because yeah, he insisted he on method. being method about being the Joker and remaining in character yeah. For the Joker. Yeah. My Joker doesn't leave feces no. for people no. to find. No, my Joker doesn't shave off his mustache. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I have a question about the mustache. What if instead of a mustache, he had damage tattooed where his mustache was? Would that have been a better choice? Cesar Romero? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I didn't well, like... I didn't like Thanks to hip hop Joker. No, I didn't like Machine Gun Kelly as the Joker. <laughs> like, right. So I I am of two minds of this. I did not like the character of the Joker, but goddamn, he looked cool sometimes. Okay. I thought he looked cool. Like the broken teeth, the, even the tattoos, the slick back hair, the ridiculous fits that he's wearing, his stupid car. Some of that shit looked cool. If he yeah. hadn't been as lame, I would have bought all of the visuals. I, um, I, I really, really hated the like mumble rap look. I really hated oh. it. Yeah, he wouldn't. Well, the Joker wouldn't have a pristine grill. You know what I mean? Well, like he would make his own weird, gross grill. Do you know what I mean? Well, like the idea though don't mean anything to the Joker. If do, he, do you know the the backstory behind the design of the grill though? He'd had his teeth smashed out by Batman so many times. That was the idea behind it. And I'm like, that's brilliant. I love yeah, that. It's a concept. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. They didn't if they had sense. said that out loud and made it clear, yeah. Yeah, but what, I mean, if you don't have damage tattooed on your forehead, how will people know you're damaged? How will you get it tattooed on your lip? <laughs> yeah. Like a mustache. Uh, we have that DC trademark of another bat. Yes, we have vats. We have a sky beam. Um, I don't think we have a ball. This is one of the few without a without a, a ball or a like fundraiser. A, yeah. a, oh, yeah. oh, oh! I was gala. thinking like a uh, like a MacGuffin right. cube a gala? thing. Too. Yeah, gala. Yeah, gala. Gala. Um, yeah, we we have lots of planes flying into buildings. Oh yeah, do not get on They're a plane or a helicopter in this movie. Don't well, do it. Well, no. If if you get on a helicopter, you're going to be fine, even yes. if it crashes. It's going to crash. You're just going to. You're gonna walk out if you it, if you have a name if, if you're important enough if you have a named yeah. character in the credits you're gonna walk out of that without a scratch. Oh uh, God, yeah. Andrea says the Joker wouldn't sit through still long enough to get those tattoos. No, it it's would be like point. it would be like D A half of an M, and then the tattoo artist would be dead. Yeah, he'd just yeah. keep murdering the person who comes to. My to Joker is not a tattoo guy. Yeah. Well, no, no my Joker it. just has a tattoo of his own face on his back. 
Only like like Steve slightly, slightly larger. Yeah. Yeah. Um My Joker's a lifestyle influencer. <laughs> um all right. My joke my joker is Steve Miller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they sound like cheesy commercials. Yeah. My Joker. Yeah. My uh yeah, my Joker was uh, friends with uh, Tom Cruise in the Air Force. <laughs> no, he was in a Full Metal Jacket. Uh, that was the Navy. Ah, uh, yeah. it's the Navy. Yeah, that was the Navy. Ah, uh, uh, thank yeah, you. Get Al. your get your personalized Joker at harmlessphosphorescence.com. <laughs> <laughs> Margot Robbie as uh, Harley Quinn. Um, she's she's an Aussie. She was on several Aussie TV shows prior to her uh, stateside film career. Um, she, uh, I mean, let's see. She, probably where she first became well known was Wolf of Wall Street. I feel like that was like her first big like, wow. Who's this? Yeah, I think that was a breakout. I, Tanya was low-key. That was, was good. good. That was really yeah. good. I liked I, Tanya a lot. Um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, of course, she was amazing as oh, Sharon Tate. Yeah. Sharon Tate, yeah. Um, and she, as, yeah. as 10 Fabulous Sharon Minutes of Sharon Tate's, Tate's feet. feet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah um, was she not a perfect choice for this role? She was. This, this role was made for her. Tailor-made. Yeah, she cre- yeah. Oh, and and her, her performance in in the sequ- well sequel soft reboot whatever you want to call it in the, in su- the suicide squad and birds of prey and birds of prey yeah she yeah. is she is transcendent in those two movies and this she's really good but with a good script yeah. she's amazing and um, she brings that cartoon element in the right amount yeah yeah absolutely uh let's see Joel Kinnaman as Rick Flag. Um. Oh God, I don't know. He's in a bunch of stuff. He was in the Robo- House of Cards. House of Cards. He was in the RoboCop remake. Um, mm-hmm. Carbon Black. Wasn't that uh, the show on Netflix? Yeah, with Anthony Mackie. Yeah, I feel like he's, he's Swedish, yeah, and he was in a bunch of Swedish movies early on in his career too. What? Yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah, he's Swedish. They look just like. Oh, us. he was in the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Um. Uh oh, God! So many Swedish movies. <laughs> um, uh, this was probably his biggest movie. Oh, uh, he will be in the Suicide Squad, in which Rick Flag is a much more well-rounded character. I was gonna say very well, entertaining and developed in that one. Mm-hmm. He, he, like, I liked Rick Flag in that movie. He looks well rested in that movie. In this movie, he looks like he is on a bender. Yeah, he does. Well, and then they give him like some principles and convictions. James Gunn does. Yeah. This well, one is really just a henchman. No yeah. matter how much screen time he gets. Absolutely. A henchman who's looking to save his girl. Well, and constantly. Yeah, no, how many didn't. times does he mention that Will Smith kills people for money? That's his only go to line, period. Right. If you cut and, and run, I'll a, kill you. If you leave, I'll kill you. That's a lot for a guy who kills people for money. You kill people for money. Like those are his only fucking lines. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Ugh. Okay. Viola Davis is amazing, and I love her. Um. She, oh, How to Get Away with Murder. She was on that for a while. Yeah, man. I only watched the first so season, good. but it was Im- incredible. Um, she was, she's a professionally trained Shakespearean actress. Um, she oh. started off off Broadway and as you like it, 
Um, she did a lot of stage work throughout the nineties. Uh, um, her film career. Um, God, let's see. She was she was a doubt state of play. Um, Fences, Ma Rainey's Dude, Black Bottom. Fences, man. Mm-hmm. She is incredible in Fences. Oh my God. I, I, I think, did she originate that on, uh, did she originate the stage? I'm not sure. I don't That's know. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Jai Courtney as Captain Boomerang. <laughs> Discount Tom Hardy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, he worked. He, he was fine. He was fine. Yeah, I have he, no problem with him. No, he was. He was fun. Yeah, he was one of the few comedic bits in this whole movie, like that worked. Absolutely, absolutely. I th- I thought he was cast. He was cast well. He brought something to the role. Um, yeah, absolutely. I had no problem with Jai Courtney. Uh, his background. I'm trying to go fast on all these people because there's as many actors as there were. Um, uh characters <laughs> mm-hmm. uh Which let's to reason yeah. that's normal yeah uh let's see <laughs> oh my god like yeah his big uh his big breakout was in jack reacher he was an i frankenstein um yeah jay hernandez as el diablo uh el diablo he's <laughs> magnum oh yeah yeah he's the new <laughs> magnum, magnum isn't he? Oh, yeah that's right dang. yeah uh, and on the expanse, he's Havelock. He's another cop. He's a space cop. Hmm. So it's weird. I'm used to seeing him as cops. Oh my but god! Here he is as a cholo. He played. He played the cholo that Kristen Dunst fell in love with in Crazy Beautiful in 2001. Really? Yeah. Uh, he was also in Friday Night Lights and Hostel. Oh, and in Bad Moms, he had two big movies this week. <laughs> Damn. Um. Oh my god. So I hate. Having to pronounce this name, I apologize up front. Who? Adewale Akanue Abadze. Abadze. I apologize as Killer Croc. He was in Lost. That's where we probably mostly know him from. Um, Mr. Echo in Lost. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. He was I in the. Not know who he was. Yeah, he was in The Mummy Returns, Born Identity. Uh, oh, he was in. Uh, he was Malco in Game of Thrones. Okay. Uh, Cara Delevingne <laughs> as Enchantress slash Dr. June Moore. Oh my God. Um, she was started off as a, uh, as a model, um, on film. Let's see. She, uh, was in pan that, uh, I think that was a Peter Pan movie. Um, mm-hmm. Valerian in the city of a thousand planets. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. That's uh, a nightmare. Oh god, that movie. Yeah. Um she's in Only Murders in the Building, which is a which I that that is so charming. The Steve Martin She's She's in that? She's Alice. Um she's cast in season 2. Oh. We haven't met her yet. Okay. I was going to say I was like, "What?" I yeah, that coming quickly. up. Um she was on Carnival Row. So, um Ike Baron Holtz as Captain Hunter Griggs. Oh, that's the uh guard. Yeah, the asshole guard. Yeah. He's a funny guy, and again, wasn't yeah. yeah. funny, really. He was offensive. Yeah, Scott Eastwood is GQ Edwards, Adam Beach is Slipknot, Karen Fukuhara. Uh, that's uh, Ira Hayes, Adam Beach. Oh, they yeah. Cast like a, they cast like a great actor and killed him five minutes yeah, in, which I, I'll, 
I'll give them a little bit of credit for, but it sucks the way that they did it. They they really underutilized killing his character off. I'm yeah, still bothered by that. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He um, should have been introduced earlier, at least. Absolutely. Not the last person you introduce and the first person you kill. Yeah. Makes me laugh. It sucks. Yeah. Karen Fukuhara as Katana. Ben Affleck appears as Batman and Bruce Wayne. Ezra Miller appears as The Flash. Um, and we get a picture of Jason Momoa. <laughs> yeah. Isn't there top secret binders? They're trapper keepers. They're yeah. They're trapper keepers. Exactly. That rounds out our cast. Um, this movie has uh, 28% on Rotten Tomatoes, I believe. Um, it's not a good movie. It's that still that still feels low. Not to me. That that feels high to me. Yeah, I think yeah. that is a very forgiving score. I I hated this movie so so hard. <laughs> like, oh. Um just absolutely hated it. Um this movie is beyond the point of being like, oh, you know, it has its flaws to like it's I watch it because it's bad. Because there are things that make me laugh choice-wise. Like, how did this get made into a movie? Yeah, it's not even amusing bad to me. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's it. Guys, you ready to jump into the film itself? Oh, what song are we going to stop or drop the needle on first? Oh, I got, okay, so needle drops. There were 23 <laughs> needle drops in this movie. 20. Do you have them? Do you have them throughout? The, uh, most the of them, I missed. A, I missed a few when I was doing my notes, but I have most of them. Um, well, and what's funny? It was like a Mandela thing because you were like, "Oh, Killer Croc gets born on the Bayou," and that made so much sense. And I was like, "Yeah, that's what he did." And then I'm watching it, and it's kill Fortunate it. Son. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. Fortunate Son. What the fuck does that have to do? He's fortunate. Well, he lives because in they cut from him to the helicopter and they. You sit in the helicopter. You gotta have that song. Uh, Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's like Forrest Gump levels of like boomer music. Well, and when Forrest Gump used it exceedingly well, Mm -hmm. well, because it it's they were time. Yeah, Yeah. they were benchmarks in time. But this this was like this was like this was like needle drops for little babies. (laughs) Like yeah, this is this is worse than radio choices. Like in their defense. Killer Croc was not the fortunate son. He was not the senator's son. He was not the general's son. Blah blah blah. Oh, so he's the John Fogarty. It's character. just it's just all the most obvious music cues you could possibly Why ever you ask use for. Born on the Bayou. How much price difference <laughs> is it from Fortunate Son? Why would you not? It takes place in Louisiana. He's a crocodile. It's it's the only or, one that yeah, is, it. it's the only one that's slightly less obvious than it could have been. <laughs> like the only yeah, one. Yeah. Um, the only one that could have been more obvious was is if for uh, Harley Quinn they chose Crazy by Patsy Cline. Uh, you guys are missing something. There's a more obvious song for Killer Croc. What's that? Oh. Crocodile Rock. Rock. <laughs> or See you later, <laughs> alligator. That was written uh, by a dude from New Orleans. Oh, God. So, all right, here we go. This is Suicide Squad. We open with House of the Rising Sun. You know, because we're in Louisiana and there's a Supermax prison. Get it? Which there is. It's called Angola and it's been there for a while, but it's a it's real. <laughs> it's a real black site. Like like we open with there is a house in New Orleans and then a shot of 
It's like, oh, come on. So bad. Uh, We're introduced for the first time to Deadshot and a mean old guard guy who we name a hunter. Then we get You Don't Own Me, which has dropped for Harlequin. Just dropped. Like somebody accidentally dropped like a tray of drinks. Every time they the cut off the previous. Yeah, they cut off the previous song mid-verse and just drop in the new one. They don't even transition. Do you, do you think that Patsy Cline is what's running through Harley's mind? You know what I mean? Like her music should be more intense yeah. <laughs> for lack of a better yeah. word you know what i mean like both songs are boom, 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 boom. uh like diane or were you gonna say diane word diane yeah, oh yeah i did, I did yeah. say that yeah, yeah. diane word yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i could see that for sure something very yeah yeah i just assume the sound of bees yeah yes yeah. <laughs> yes crazy uh then all right then so we were introduced to her for the first time. She's crazy. It's her defining crate trait. Uh, then when we're introduced to Amanda Waller, we get sympathy for the devil because she's the devil. She's the devil. And she's okay, so the government lady. This, this song is the most on, on the nose, your corrupt government, whatever thing. Mm-hmm. This movie should have opened with Amanda Waller and that song. I would have been okay with that. I yeah. feel like... I don't know about sympathy for the devil, but I feel like the Amanda Waller scene was the opening in the air cut, most likely. But but it, I could see sympathy for the devil working because it's a catchy song that people will know. And I could even hear thing. Um, you don't own me. I could even hear. Yeah, she literally yeah. owns this group of people. But I'm pretty sure the entire restaurant scene was reshoot from the trailer park because I think her introducing the suicide squad was the part at the Pentagon because they're in the restaurant. Then for some reason they continue the conversation in the Pentagon later on, (laughs) which my favorite part of the Pentagon is that we get a title card that says the Pentagon, Washington (laughs) DC. So we're not confused with all the other giant Pentagon shaped office buildings in the world. They won't, uh, yeah, they won't show us uh, where Midway City is, but. That's That's a good point, though, pointing out that it is the Pentagon and not just Washington, D.C. Who cares? It's it's a shot. It's an outside shot of the Pentagon with the title card. What other building is that going to be? (laughs) It's like having a shot of the Statue of Liberty with a title card that says the Statue of Liberty. It's. It's the um, Midway City tennis. <laughs> well, not, and not to be confused with Center City's hexagon. Yeah, yeah the hexagon. Uh, the sides just don't add up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So we're introduced to Amanda Waller. She's a government lady who is trying to convince the generals to do the Suicide Squad. David Harbour's there, too. I forgot to mention David Harbour. And who is he yeah. playing? Some guy. He, that's such a waste of David Harbour. Some guy. Yeah, we don't know if he's a senator. We don't know if he's. He mis- was. You know, uh, he, so he's I, in the room, but I assume really that he worked for the executive, whoever the president was. Mm. He was their chief of staff or something. That would make sense, but we have yeah. leaps on our own. Yeah. yeah. So all right, so we get a flash. So we we she reintroduces Deadshot. We actually get like a Deadshot and like a dossier thing comes down. Like, yeah. um, then we get a flashback to him being good at guns and his daughter's sad that he's good at guns and shoots people. And then Batman captures him. Well, and his daughter saves Batman. That's right. Yeah. Yep. 
Um, oh, and the needle drop we got was what was that rap song? Um, Gangsta? I think it was Gangsta. Oh, I think so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Why? Yeah. Because he's black. Because so black, we get yeah. so we get a hip hop needle drop with the the song is Gangsta. Okay, so hear me out. I'm rewriting this movie on the fly. What if we drop Big Willie style? That would be amazing. I would love yeah. that. Or getting jiggy with it. <laughs> or even the Fresh there, Prince theme song. Yeah, the, no, what was what was the Wild Wild West hip hop? Uh, <laughs> wild Wild West. Oh, yeah. Wild Wild, wild wow. West. It was wow. to, it was to wow. a, it was to, it was a it was a Stevie Wonder sample. Yeah. I don't know what I can't remember. Um, that so, would have been better. Yeah. So all right, all right, all right. Then we get re- reintroduced to Harley Quinn with Super Freak because she's super freaky. Get it? <laughs> Um, I get it. Yeah, I think I get she it, was yeah. the Joker's Joker psychiatrist, the Joker, uh, blah blah blah, and the thing. And she's in a strip club, and apparently the Joker is like a low key, like he he owns a strip club and like just shoots right. people for gambling debts. Like what the fuck? Yeah. He, well, he keeps it very well together. Does he own that strip club, or does has he just taken it over? Because I, I assume that he know. had just taken it over. You can only assume things yeah, because method. nothing's nothing's actually yeah. in this movie that's in Which, any way. They don't show it at all. Like I've, it was a multiple rewatches for me to be like, why is any of this happening? Like, oh, I guess I could read it this way or that way. And he's always had people working for him, but I never thought of Joker as a kingpin because, again, it takes too much organization. Yeah. It takes too much loyalty and trust. There were he's sp- never he's never that out in the open. No, there were small no. visual touches I enjoyed, like his gang that were wearing masks, like the one dude had the Batman mask on and the panda yeah, head. That was neat. Yeah, that was that cool. cool. I enjoyed the chase scene of Harley and the Joker being chased by Batman because that's the only time we've ever seen that in live action, and it was pretty neat to see that in live action. Yeah, um, but in yeah, in general, it was all pretty unnecessary. Batman captures her, then to dirty deeds done dirt cheap. Oh wait, I, I just want to say we got a common cameo. Oh, that's right, that's right. Common yeah, was in there. He yeah. was good, probably the and, best oh, person. He, which is a little uncommon. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lonnie's and everything. Um, Com, it, it's just weird. Is this Chicago? Because Common's from Chicago. That was my thought. I was like, uh, are they making this Chicago now? Where is this? Well, it's, it's Gotham, which is on the eastern seaboard. Yeah. In New Jersey. Yeah. In yeah. New Jersey. Across uh. the pond. Or and he gets shot for saying how hot Harley is and then not wanting to not have sex with Not wanting her. Wanting so, like, to have beef. What, he was going to kill him either way. What part? Oh, sure. yeah. What yeah. part of? Yeah, I guess the Joker was probably going to kill him the second he walked in the door, and this was just yeah. a way to fuck with him. But all right, then to Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap, a song the by Australian an Australian guy. about cheap crime. We get Captain Boomerang, an Australian doing cheap crime. Um. Yep. Then the Flash captures him. Then we meet El Diablo, and we get slipping into darkness by war. I'm so honestly surprised we didn't get like um we didn't get like some low Santana rider. or low yeah, rider low rider or low Santana rider. like yeah low yeah. Ri- yeah or yeah yeah exactly yeah. like they should have hit us with the Brenton Wood Oye Como Va I yeah. was expecting Oye so, yeah, Como Va old oldies what was that yeah. show? or rider, oldie, that show was La Bamba 
Oh my god. <laughs> oh, but they used the downbeat one like with Harley. Oh, Don. <laughs> uh, then Killer Croc, we get Fortunate Son. He's a guy that kind of looks like a croc and he does crime. That's what he is. That's it. Yeah. yeah. He eats raw meat also? Yeah. Cuz they make him. Yeah, he's like I don't Did Did he do that before? We don't know. <laughs> It doesn't. We don't know. They just—they've captured him. He's in a hole in the ground, and they feed him raw meat, and that's all he's got. They—they did not know. They he looks like a monster, so they treat him like a monster. Well, and then they say that he chose to be in the basement in the water. Like I—I asked him to come down here. Like what? Yeah. Why? Yeah. He—he chose that that particular cell. Yeah. I would have. I would have enjoyed them explaining that a little bit more, like showing him as a wee alligator in the swamp somewhere. Everybody yeah. else got flashbacks. Right. Yeah. His his could have been a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So then we meet Dr. June Moore. She's an archaeologist who got possessed. June, June Moon. Moon. I'm sorry. June Moon. June. She was an archaeologist who got possessed by the spirit of an ancient Mayan witch. And she's called Enchantress. They control her because they took her heart out i guess or her heart was stored separately in a different bottle or something it's not june moon's heart i know uh, that it's the enchantress's heart yeah they and they just they found it somewhere else so it was different it was stored separately from the rest of her in a different bottle i assume and she wasn't mayan she was from another dimension yeah but they found her in like a mayan temple yeah, I assume so that the Mayans cave. captured her and trapped her after her reign of no, This doctor, terror. June Moon, comes across this cave, comes inside the cave, sees obviously priceless artifacts and, and historical artifacts, and breaks one. Yes! Just grabs a little cat statue and is like, I wonder if there's anything in here. And breaks it open. Because that's it. what archaeologists do. <laughs> yeah, I And this is one of those things where they could have had a whisper in her head of like, Open the bottle, June. Boom. Yes. She doesn't. She's like, I don't know why or I another whisper in her head. This belongs in a museum. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. for real. These things belong in a museum. <laughs> yeah. uh, then for some reason, we switch the secret restaurant meeting to a Pentagon meeting. Um, Enchantress does some spy stuff, um, which is it's her second introduction. She gets introduced. Then we go to the Pentagon and she immediately gets introduced again. Yeah, and she brings back this uh, other binder, this other trapper keeper from Tehran. <laughs> Everybody keeps shooting down longhand. Well, in 2016, there was there was no computers. <laughs> yeah, it's true. We hadn't gotten that far. <laughs> uh, a man, well, and they they'd been trying to get that binder for over a decade. Yeah. Like, they like they finally left it in the cafeteria. <laughs> it's, it's the seven herbs and spices. <laughs> Why say that out loud? Like, yeah. I don't understand that. Like, we've been trying to get that for a decade. Anyways, moving on. Uh, so Waller goes to the prison. Please don't touch me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. That was, that was fun. Yeah, that was fine. Oh, yeah. by the way, David Ayer was given six weeks to write the script the first, the first time around. Six weeks. From start to finish, that's all drafts. It had to be done and ready to shoot in six weeks. Again, it has that vibe of two 10-year-olds on coke in yeah. a hotel room. Yes. We got to bang this out, motherfucker. 
Uh, so um, uh, Waller goes to prison. She recruits the squad. For some reason, Deadshot doesn't kill everybody when they give him a bunch of live guns. <clears throat> Why would he not just kill everybody? Well, because yeah. he would probably die. I mean, he is a good Uh-oh. shot, but he's not bulletproof. Yeah, I mean... He, he still didn't have a plan to get out of there. Yeah, that's yeah. why I assumed there he didn't kill everybody. Fair, yeah. fair, fair. Um, but at but least he, he, got a he also... Order. It's an ego thing. He enjoys showing off his talent. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's I, yeah I, this, all, this all made sense to me. The flex on the guard, pointing the gun at him and being like, tell him to put their guns down. That's great. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, mean, that made sense. I would posit that outside of possibly Harlequin and even her, only vaguely, none of these people are actually villains. Maybe Captain Boomerang. He's a bank robber. Yeah, but none of He's them. Like are, Brody, but, but like, he shoots people. If he was just a bank Brody. robber, he wouldn't but be see, there. Here's the thing: is Will Smith has to be, in order for Will Smith to be Will Smithy enough, he has to be kind of a nice guy who just happens to do some bad things. Yeah, and I don't. Handcuffs. Yeah, exactly. And it's, I mean, it uh, it's really weak because this isn't like a bunch of really bad guys doing bad stuff who have to be corralled. Will Smith probably should have played Rick Flag, and then Deadshot oh, could be played. Yeah. Deadshot could be played by someone who can just play him to the hilt. Like I'm, I'm bad. They sh- yeah. the villains should have been villains, not a bunch of guys who like we're just kind of misunderstood and we're out for ourselves. Um, all right. So yeah, Andrea points out that he did want, he was keeping his daughter in mind when he didn't kill everybody. Um, so Waller puts Rick Flagg in charge of the suicide squad, but he don't like these criminals. They're a bunch of bad seeds and he's an army guy. Yeah. And he has a Southern accent for some reason throughout this whole part. Yeah. And then sometimes he doesn't. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like throughout the entire meeting of the team, he's like, "Hey, why are you why are you down here?" Blah blah blah. And then the rest of the movie, he's just a normal guy. Right. Well, and I, I think he has a southern accent during the reshoots, and during the original shooting, he didn't. I think it's what happened. If I had to guess. Like, um, hey, you big Swede, can you an American it up for us a little bit? Yeah. Uh, then the Joker's looking for Harley Quinn. He finds out she's in jail in Louisiana. He threatens uh, the bad guard, Hunter. Hunter has gambling debts, um, and Hunter sneaks a phone into her. The guy chopping meat behind him is one of my favorite. That yeah. guy should have been on the fucking Suicide Squad. He's yeah. yeah. shit. Well, and like Baron Holtz, like, good job. And what did he say? It. He's like, you're killing it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> good job, buddy. You're killing it. What's up with this guy? <laughs> so you had a scene that could have been Leto's... Um, My connection keeps screwing up. Um, this scene could have been the Heath Ledger scene. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. He could have done his own sort of, but instead it was like kiss the ring. Yeah. Okay. Well, and yeah. And then, you know. Well, here's the thing about Jared Leto's Joker is, okay, so Heath Ledger, you know, did a, like redefined the role of the Joker for a generation. Um, I mean, he won a posthumous Oscar for it. Um, it was amazing. And, and redefined it the way Mark Hamill did in the animated series. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like, completely redefined it. Jared Leto took one aspect of Heath Ledger's Joker 
voice and Joker characterization because Heath Ledger was all over the place with that. He had like five Mm -hmm. things he was constantly doing back and forth and up and down. Jared Leto took one and that was that weird raspy voice and just did that one thing through this entire movie. And then his weird. Yeah. Yeah. The tempo of the laugh was the weird thing for me. Play it up. Ham it up, man. I would have enjoyed Jared Leto's a crazy person. I would have enjoyed seeing him be an actual crazy person. Well, I was going to say, this Joker is just a loose cannon. He's not psychotic. Well, they try to show us that he is, but he's not. No. Just he's, the ring, oh, and he, he is a dramatic person, yes. not a crazy person. And he has he has a smile tattooed on his hand so he can put his hand over his mouth. Yeah. I, I well, like the damage tattoo compared to the yeah. stupid smile oh. on his hand. Well, that was bad. Heath Ledger had a plan because Joker always has a scheme or plan. You can give him that. And then, but Heath Ledger brought, you know, like, here's my card if you want to get a hold of me. And it's a playing card with a Joker on it, you know? So that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, not a kingpin, not like a hip hop drug kingpin. Well, yeah. Bullshit. And the, the Joker, like, he went, he was either dapper. Or he was like insane, but he like I don't know. This was neither, and they needed. And, and this is like I'm just gonna bring in the wire because this is the person that I think of, like Omar, chaos, mm. but like does one simple thing to stay on top. Yeah, kind of thing. Like I could see the Joker killing a lot of people and having that be why he is terrifying to everybody but obviously he's not you know like obviously it's like don corleone you know like he's scary but not scary enough to not show up to a meeting with him yeah why the fuck would you show up to a meeting with the joker yeah exactly to just tell him how good things are going yeah i would yeah do not show up to where the joker is just don't do that don't no, do don't, that don't go with the joker to a second location <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh we cut Send to him rick, a text yeah we cut to rick flag and june in a motel i guess she becomes enchantress she finds her brother's urn in a random like office somewhere yeah. uh yeah she went to waller's office and the chest with her heart and the bomb mm-hmm I should say the stick of TNT because <laughs> this is a uh, uh, Looney Tunes. Uh, she can't stick TNT. Yeah, yeah, and she yeah. she couldn't steal that because there was a motion sensor or a proximity sensor. It started to right, beep. that would blow the heart up. So she then goes through the next door, and there's her brother. There's there's a lot of steps in this. Yeah. Movie. But and finding she, her brother. Yeah, thing. she carries around top secret information in a binder in her bag. But well, and she she found Waller through a text message or a phone call. Like, but also, how I'm, long has June Moon been enchantress, and why is this the first time she's trying to do something about her heart and her brother? Great question. That's yeah. a good question. And their romance that happened off screen completely. Yeah. Yeah. That we're just told about. We don't ever see them doing anything. Like we don't ever see them being in love in any way. No. Um, so all right. So anyways, uh she takes her brother down to the subway and infects a rando with his spirit. He wakes up and starts killing people. They're going to take over the world together. She has to go back to being June, and June makes Rick promise to kill her if she can't stop being Enchantress. In Midway City, the brother becomes a big monster, and we get a swirling trash tornado. 
Wait a minute. Isn't Flag supposed to destroy the heart? Isn't that the only way? Like, yes. If you shot June? Yeah, no, die? she wouldn't die. She'd just be Enchantress, I think. I don't know. I don't know. Who fucking yeah, knows? Exactly. Yeah. We keep what asking questions that they should have said. Or, yeah, exactly. or the, Sorry. the Enchantress yeah. would take over somebody else's body or something. Yeah, something like oh, that. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. 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 So um, the military hears about the trash tornado, and they uh, say activate Task Force X, which just apparently means Enchantress and uh, Flag. Um, although that's cut in between them pulling everybody out of their cells to the sounds of Paranoid by Black Sabbath. Um, and they put explosives in their neck that's going to blow up their heads if they <laughs> threw a nap. Through an app. Do There's we know how far along in, in this movie there we are? Is this is this past the hour mark? No, I uh, no, I think it's forty minutes. Around right? forty minutes. We're around forty okay. minutes when, but all we've gotten in forty minutes is introductions and the barest bones of the plot beginning. Oh, well, we're about to get everybody's this... introduction again, right? What's that? We're about to get everybody's introduction. Everybody's going to be introduced again. Yes, after okay. this. Because, because they have to talk to each other and tell them who they are. Yeah. But, like, and appa- before we got the rundown for the military, now eventually. Yeah. yeah. It's poor. They need, it's they, poor they need to talk to each other. Apparently, the yeah. five yeah. minutes. Did anyone yeah. use the restroom yeah. during yeah. the first yeah. half an hour? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, the five minutes that they're at the Air Force Base, they bond, become a family. Apparently. Oh, yeah, that's all it takes. Yeah. That and one trip to the bar. It's all, yeah. Yeah. What else makes friends? Um, so then, meanwhile, the Joker invades the lab where they did the neck chip thing, and there's a, does it, I don't know. He wants to get the neck chip app or something. Oh, he, he has his wife on a uh, Zoom call. Yeah. He has the guy, the scientist's the first, wife on Zoom. Yeah. This is the first of many Zoom calls, right? Yeah. We didn't get many Zoom calls before this. Yeah. But from here on out, it's all iPads and Zoom calls. Yeah, exactly. Um, then it Should have been Skype. Yeah. Skype, true. It is the government. <laughs> yeah. Then in, or WhatsApp. Uh, in Midway City, Flag and Enchantress are there to stop Incubus, but Enchantress flees to join her brother. Stabbing her heart doesn't work because her brother shoots some dust tentacles into her. <laughs> the rules don't matter. Nothing matters. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't mind magic. You know, I don't mind it, but this it was so frustrating. If you set up a magic rule in your movie, stick to it. Yeah, that's it. That's a good point. You know, the Starro, the starfish, you know, at least it's from space. Yeah. You know, but yeah. Well, and we, she we, says we, her, we put this elite team together, but she could do magic that's untold. She says to her brother, uh, what is it? Like, I, I'm going to live off your energy for a while until I get my heart. <laughs> like, oh, Siblings, thanks for man. telling us. Okay, yeah. And then just du- and then she gets like a pig pen effect. Like, it's just dust everywhere for the next rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, so, she gets a costume upgrade also. Yeah, yes. So when, they're, when the team is uh, gearing up, Somehow, B- Captain Boomerang gets a tall boy. Yeah, I assume that's one of the things yeah. that he has in his magic unicorn ass. Uh, yeah, <laughs> or his rider. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Did, did they like ship in tall boys for him? It's like, oh, he's better when he's drunk. Well, what's funny is it's a tall boy instead of an oil can, Foster's oil can. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So they, uh, well, I, yeah. I mean, Australians don't actually drink Foster's. Apparently, they. 
yeah. I know it's like Corona. It's like Heineken. Yeah. yeah. I didn't meet anyone in, in the Netherlands that drove, drank it. Yeah. Um, so, all right. They, let's see. At that point, they open up a good old fashioned sky beam. Um, they kill a bunch of soldiers and civilians, turn them into poop monsters. Apparently, is that like a villain's business sign? The sky, the sky beam. beam. They're like, we're here. We're taking over the <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, a sky beam. <laughs> let's see what opened. Is it a Chick Fil A? <laughs> Do you think they're a fascist or or what? <laughs> let's find out. I think it's a salad and go. <laughs> any any sort of buffet post COVID is definitely a super villain place. Um, <laughs> uh, so anyways it's now a worldwide problem apparently the rest of the suicides called in uh you know who doesn't show up any of the justice league no flash <laughs> no, no wonder superman's woman superman's dead right? superman's dead no batman no flash no wonder woman no aquaman i mean no it's cyborg. inland so I, I suppose aquaman it, makes sense but diana <laughs> has like a jet and shit and the flash lives there awesome? No, it's Midway City. City. This is Midway Midway City. City. Apparently, the Flash lives here. Where the fuck is he? Oh, he's probably meeting with Batman. You know? Yeah. That's probably happening. No, it's not because in the after credits sequence, Bruce Wayne finds out about him. Even though he previously found out about him from from, um, the, the secret files from Lex Luthor in the previous movie. This shit makes no sense. Uh, so yeah uh, onward <laughs> yeah they uh yeah then then the rest of the suicide squad gets called in and we get a seven nation army needle drop uh we're introduced to them all again see seven nation army it's about a bunch of different army like a bunch of warriors coming together from different places coming oh together. like 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 seven, seven seven people seven people exactly so seven people mm-hmm. coming from different places yeah um and we also meet katana she has a haunted sword and Slipknot, he climbs stuff. Yeah, well, that's all they said. He's really, he's good, really good at climbing. That was her <laughs> I dead ten year olds that are good at climbing. Right. He's... Her, her dead husband is in the sword, also, this entire yeah. time. Which la- later on, that's like an exposition drop, like uh, like an hour later. Ditchhouse like, what's up with that sword? He's like, Oh, her husband's spirit in it, you know. She, like it's like they're gossiping yeah. about a co-worker. <laughs> so Slipknot's power is not tying really good knots nope. <laughs> no it's climbing slipping it's, it's climbing um then <laughs> climbing <laughs> how do you use that practically more than that's once like a, <laughs> it's like a year old climbing a tree i can climb a tree like very it's good like, slip knot slip knot climb up that building what do i do when i get there i don't fucking know all you can do is climb uh, yeah climb up it then afterwards uh, we'll get yeah, some mcdonald's can you tie me a half shank no I can only tie slip knots. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, this this is their reintroduction. Some of them, it's their fourth introduction. Some, it's their second. Some, it's their third. Some, it's their first. Um, And then they put on their bad guy clothes, and they get their weapons, and they fly into the city with a bunch of soldiers. We are now 55 minutes into the movie. Halfway. We're almost halfway into this movie. Almost. Yeah. The costume thing is weird at this point. It's a weird thing to have happen. 
this deep into the movie. It really is. It really is. This should have been 20 minutes in. Tops. Tops yeah. 20 minutes into the movie. But instead, we're halfway through. Um, so, uh, anyways, uh, we get spirit in the sky as the helicopter flies in to the city. Um, that's not important, though, because they crash and... Apparently that, and everyone's fine. Everybody's fine, as they Except are. Maybe the pilot. Yeah, I assume. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those giant transporter helicopters down, you know, a few hundred or a hundred feet from the ground in the middle of a city. Right. Yeah. Welcome to Suicide Squad, where the helicopter crashes don't matter and the deaths are made up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, That's and every helicopter, everyone's legs and backs would be broken. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, none of them were strapped in. They would have been yes. flying back and forth and around in that tin can. Um, which is funny because then they make a big deal about strapping into the helicopter in The Suicide Squad. Yeah. Which there I have to assume was a reaction to this movie in some way. I think there were a few, yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll be fun when we get to that. Yeah. So anyways, uh, they're told their mission is to save some important government person. Later on, Deadshot's like, everyone thinks it's Nelson Mandela in here. Do they? It's never told who they think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, do they think yeah. it's the president? They're like, it better be worth it, all this. It's like, who do you think it is? You're all villains anyways. Harley Quinn doesn't care if she's rescuing somebody who's good. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Like, why try to make them so good when they're supposed to be villains? Yeah. Hollywood. Uh, so anyways, Flag and Deadshot are aggro at each other. You're just going to cut and run. You shoot people for money. Oh, you're Mr. Soldier Guy. Blah, blah, blah. Well, it's the same. They have the same conversation like five times. It's interesting, though, because uh, Deadshot makes a point of like, so do you. You get paid. Mm. Yeah. Like that. And that to me, I was like, oh, OK, I could see all setting all that up for that retort. But damn, yeah, man, you know who doesn't get that, paid that is the Joker. And yet yeah. they made it seem like he does. Yes. The Joker does it for, <laughs> for I don't know. He's a sadist. And he doesn't like anything in his way. He does it for the lols. Yeah. That's what the Joker does it for. But yep. he paid yeah. for those teeth somehow. Yeah. Well, I imagine he broke into always... a dentist's office and had him held at gunpoint. <laughs> or a yeah. grill guy. who I don't know. Whoever yeah. makes grills. Um, so yeah, He always had money. Yeah. Um, so they start walking to the building. Slipknot tries to escape. His head gets blown off. <sighs> Waller tells them via radio that if Flag dies, they'll all have their heads blown off by her because she has the same app on her phone that Flag has. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the ring doorbell camera. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there's a villain at your door. It's like we fivered it. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Her, it's her. a cameo. <laughs> they, the, <laughs> From Amanda Waller. Yeah. Happy birthday, Kevin. <laughs> so Deadshot and Harley plan to escape as a group, but then they change their mind when they meet a bunch of uh, poop monsters that Enchantress made. Yeah, um, Harley tells, tells him about the Joker giving her the phone. Yeah. That's really yeah. weird. That To me, that was uncharacteristic of of her devotion to her husband. Yes, because they're trying to make it seem like they have some sort of connection as a family and they're actually nice people who just happen to have unconventional careers. That's not what they yeah. are and it's not what this movie should have no. been. 
yeah, they could have had a whole thing many times. Well, and he could question her like, where the hell did you get a phone? Was that the Joker? And have her be like, no, no, that would have been way better than I mean, whatever the fuck yeah. we got. And like, even if she's like immediately like, no, okay, yes, but <laughs> like And that. I can understand why Harley and the Joker don't care about the implant in the neck. Did she take that out? Or she still No, the Joker when she, when, she bro- when the Joker the Joker broke into the lab. He was getting them to to um deactivate oh, sure, hers. Yeah. That's what yeah. he oh, was breaking right. in for. Yeah, yeah, that dude in the yeah. So all right. Um then uh let's see, they fight the poop monsters, and the poop monsters seem uncharacteristic uncharacteristically interested in Rick Flagg. Something that none of the Suicide Squad seem at all interested in, other than the fact that they have to protect him. They're never like, hey, why do the poop monsters want to get you so bad? Because all of that shit was done in post. <laughs> yeah. No, it's because, voiceover that they did ADR. Absolutely. Yeah. She's mad because um, Jantos had to sit there every time that Flag and Moon did it. <laughs> and she's like, oh, this is... a joint twin situation. Oh. <laughs> so um and this is a point where diablo tells them that he won't fight which it's lucky for him that he's never once attacked by any single monster in this entire movie while he's standing there not fighting never once the second time through i watched he refuses to fight and there's monsters running past him constantly not a single one ever goes for him for some reason and like you said uh flag is so high and mighty but then he tells Deadshot, you know like they used to be people yeah but not anymore that's a hardcore thing to say and then still judge people for killing. Yeah, it is. Um, so, all right, they go to the building. Um, they, like, the, all they had to do was fly there and go up a building. That's the whole mission. That was their whole mission. And the guy who climbs dies right away. So, um, as they're going up the building, Harley's getting texts from the Joker. <laughs> it's, it's like, you up? <laughs> You up, <laughs> eggplant? Also, no, he'd be crazy. Well, like, purple. Why is the Joker texting her? Right. Why doesn't he just show up in a helicopter and be like, with a megaphone, hey, baby? Yeah. Let's again, go. Again, picture the Joker doing this. Yeah, exactly. He would not take the time to text. Yeah, I just imagine his like goon being like, Mr. Joker, we're flying to the place. He's like, hold on, I'm texting my girl. Shut the fuck up. He's, <laughs> he's got his goon uh, texting for him. <laughs> It's like t- dictated but not read. That's what he <laughs> would send this to Harley. Yeah. <laughs> Tell her. It's like to Pennsylvania six five four. Stop, Joker here. Stop. Harley yeah. Quinn will be rescued yeah. on the roof. Stop. Right. Do you think he has to arrange his own data plan? <laughs> Train emoji. Stop. No, he goes into the the phone company with a gun. Makes them give him a phone. He's like, God damn it, I'm roaming. He's <laughs> like, that I costs extra. <laughs> we need to stop somewhere so I can steal another phone. Yeah, so. yeah, he's just way too put together. So they yeah. they fight a bunch of more poop monsters, <laughs> and then Diablo uses his fire hands now because he's like, I don't know. Now he will just because tired of all these yeah. poop monsters <laughs> in this motherfucking God. building. Hey, it turns out poop all monsters in a building was, <laughs> should have been the name of the movie. Because because Deadshot insulted him. Yeah. So yeah. Well, okay, can we talk about their relationship between each other? Because every time Will Smith talks to him, he's like, hey, what up, home dog? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, because it's the black guy talking to the cholo guy. 
Yeah. yeah. Kind of like, racist. fuck this just, movie. I, and fuck I'm not against movie. code switching in movies. It's an interesting thing to see people do, but yeah. this just yeah. felt so... It was like yeah, maybe Because it was written and directed <laughs> by a white dude and a bunch of white, geeky, trailer-cutting dudes. <laughs> but even narrative-wise, like I understand why he didn't want to use his powers because he killed his family sure. you know, when he got out of control. Yeah. I get that. I get that. But then it takes so long for him to reveal that he has powers... On the level of the Enchantress, mm-hmm. if not more. Yeah. So he could have put an end to this a lot earlier. I understand. He could have saved. His he could have saved a lot of lives if that's what he's really all about. Well, right. it wasn't like people. him getting to the front. Sorry. Go ahead. They used to be people, and they aren't anymore. It's as easy as that. Yeah. Right. Now they're poop <laughs> monsters. Yeah. Yeah. Would you kill all these poop monsters for us? No. 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 But I'm going to follow everybody to the fucking top of the And not once get attacked by anybody while everyone else is constantly getting attacked. Yeah. Okay. And then so, he has this Popeye moment of like, all I can stand. <laughs> I can't stand no more. Uh, he, he stands around the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Katana. Where is Katana and what is she doing and why is yes. she around? She just oh my disappears. God. What if she stabbed the witch and captured her soul? What if she yeah. did anything? She, what? She, she, Why didn't that happen? Uh, it, even in the fight scenes, like she's barely there. She'll like cut a poop monster head and then disappear for three quarters of the movie. Well, yeah. And you said it earlier that, you know, the Enchantress is an essence or a spirit or, you know, she can inhabit whatever, which again makes sense for her character. But why not trap her in the fucking sword? Yeah. Yeah. That would have, that would have been cool. Why? Why not be El Diablo and silently get to the top before everybody else? And, you know, they walk in the room and he's already confronting her. Yeah. Instead of everyone talking him into it. Come on. This guy just has a boomerang. So they get to the top floor. Half the squad secures the roof so they can pick up, be picked up by a chopper. We discover the person they're rescuing is Amanda Waller. They're all mad because I don't know. It doesn't matter why they're mad. Because Amanda Waller. Yeah. Yeah, because she called an Uber. And they did. <laughs> yeah, they, should, they were her lift. Oh. oh, we were just saving you? All I mean, I could see being mad about that, but it's also like, all right, what were you fucking expecting? Your boyfriend's yeah, the too. Joker. Why is this in any way disturbing to you? Like you? Oh, yeah. shit, you're and a bad you, bitch. All right, let's go. Did you not hear her intro song? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, she kills all the other people in the room who like didn't have clearance. Like what clearance? This is an entire city being evacuated. She straight up punishes clearance. Kills all the secrets yeah. are in a binder. The FBI <laughs> is a binder. Uh, she punisher kills everybody. She just one shots oh. everyone in the yeah. head. Yeah, mm-hmm. and but she does like four people, and the fourth person isn't even turning to look. I watched. They all continued to sit and st- completely not moving until it was their turn to die. Ah, <laughs> uh, so right, we're almost there. Uh, she she intimates that she's interested in harnessing Enchantress's power to turn people into killing machines. Doesn't really seem to go anywhere, plot wise, but she mentions it. Um, then they head up to the roof to meet their ride, but the Joker shows up in a plane. He he disables the explosive in Harley's neck. Harley jumps helicopter, out. Helicopter, not helicopter, whatever. Sorry. Yeah, 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 well, helicopter. Um, Harley jumps on, grabs a rope. Waller wants Deadshot to shoot her, but he intentionally misses for some reason. Why? Why any of this? Why would he intentionally miss? He's not a villain. If he was a villain, he would have shot her and been like, cool, I'm free now. 
Yeah. Well, and I mean, honestly, more characteristic of the Joker, he just wouldn't have showed up. No, yes. he wouldn't have. Yeah. Yeah, he would have he would have dropped a parachute with like a little like Joker doll with a something pinned to it that said, sorry, hun, see you next time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, corrections officer dude is on board the helicopter with the Joker. Oh, that's right. I guess he's full bad now or something. So, yeah, before he's just passing phones and then just like, hey, boss. Oh, we're blowing up. Mm -hmm. He's not the guy gunning down the gang, right? No. The the squad. That's his other henchman. That's the tuxedo guy. It's his his number two, whatever they call that. Yeah. Consigliere. (laughs) Whatever whatever gun that was that looked like a laser. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it was like a full-on, like, 50 caliber. It's like a chain like, gun. Yeah. yeah. It was intense. It's um, like a helicopter's machine gun. Yeah. So another. Yeah. So yeah. Anyways, um, the Joker's chopper gets shot down, but Harley <laughs> jumps out onto a rooftop and escapes. Falls out. Falls out. Yeah. Falls out. Oops. Because <laughs> we can't have her leaving the Joker. So she has to accidentally fall out onto a rooftop. That was so cheesy and bad. Yeah. Well, and the helicopter just blows up. But the Joker's fine. Somehow. I think we find out later. We find out later he's fine. Wait, do we see him again in this film? Yes. He shows up at the end to rescue Harley. Oh, that's right. He does rescue her. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. So From the Magneto type special. Yeah. So yeah. anyways, then another chopper shows up. Amanda Waller gets in and that one crashes too. He goes, all helicopters crash in this movie. In the in a city center, yes, yeah, you know, like a small chopper for like a news or or the police. Okay, it was taken down down by Big Brother, whatever his fucking name was, which Incubus. His name was Incubus. Incubus. Because so we have Incubus and Slipknot in the same movie, (laughs) and Enchantress, and Limp Biscuit. Oh my God! How did I miss that? <laughs> That's amazing. His name is Buckethead. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So, anyways, um, yeah, Waller's taken captive by the magic siblings and the rest of the squad. The Wonder Twins. <laughs> yes, the Bobby become an eagle. <laughs> I won't. And a bucket. I of won't. Water. Yes. <laughs> an eagle and a bucket of water. Not the Wonder Twins. <laughs> and then uh, the rest of the squad head down to the street. They find Harley. They start to walk out to the city. Meanwhile, Incubus puts Entrantis's heart back into her. The sky beam gets bigger. The squad find the crashed helicopter. Deadshot discovers Waller's secret trapper keeper with all the details about the Enchantress thing. For some reason, we get a flashback to earlier in the movie. We flashbacked okay. to earlier in the movie. They had to make the sky beam even beamier because they already had a sky beam. Like, right. Why? What is why the sky do beam that? doing? That Turn was one of my unanswered now. questions. What is the sky beam doing? Yeah, uh, I don't know, like connecting with the moon since their well, powers are moon related. But she called again, it we're machine? giving this all way more than. She's like, I'm building a machine to her brother. Oh, yeah. Like, and well, it's like a machine that will destroy the human. No, and she says, Waller, tell us how to destroy your human weapons. It's like, 
what well and she she's an ancient spirit and she's like brother the humans betrayed us you guys yeah a long time ago lady yeah but yeah. like sh- they shoot beams ago. and like he destroyed humvees and stuff just by shooting energy around you know how to destroy the humans machines just shoot energy everywhere like, yeah, yeah he literally stands fuck. there as a subway train just disintegrates oh fuck there. this movie fuck it hard uh I'm sorry. So few movies make me as angry as this one does. It makes so little sense on so many levels. Okay. Again, a question. Rewriting this movie on the fly. The Joker should have had this woman's heart, right? Yeah, that would have been cool. And he could have been like, she works for me, sweetheart. And then Harley's fucking with it. Harley would have to make a choice. You know, mm. she chooses to go with the Joker at the end of the movie. Betray that's the... an easy way to fix this shit. Yeah, that's one way. Absolutely. We've come up with a lot of good narrative ideas. So, all right. But after the flashback not... to about 20 minutes earlier in the film, <laughs> um, they decide to go to a bar. In the bar, they commiserate for a while. Um, then Flag comes in, destroys his phone. <laughs> Which it was like ah I forgot to upload I forgot to upload everything to the cloud first. Um, so he destroyed the phone so that he wouldn't have an easy way to kill all of them. Yes, right? to show that them that he like, means it. He's not going to try to kill them. His olive branch. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, <clears throat> Waller still has a phone yes. or an iPad or a something. X- Xfinity internet tablet or something. I don't know what the hell she's using. I feel like they're assuming she's dead. Yeah, I think they are. I felt the same thing. Yeah, I think they thought she was dead. And and they mentioned it later. Yeah. Why are you dead? But then they decide to all go fight Enchantress because... Because... Because. because teamwork. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. we're a family now or something. We have integrity. We I, finish what we started. I would, <laughs> we get the story from El Diablo, like, oh, because this guy killed his kids that one time. That's kind of how it felt at the end. They're oh, like, yeah. It's like, oh, damn, dude. Yeah. yeah that's that's <laughs> like, some evil thought, shit. I thought I was evil. Fuck, I guess I guess we should go stop this right. guy. Did you, wait, I, did you kill him for money? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. All right. We're cool. Yeah. Oh, no. You, you killed him for... Like snack time, yeah, yes. Yeah. It but, was an accident. Yeah, but I have to assume Harley Quinn yeah, would be like, "Oh, <laughs> I killed a lot of kids. Don't worry about it." Right? She killed Robin. <laughs> yeah, they say that in this movie. It's like on her yeah. little card. They're like, yeah, uh, Joker's killed kids. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So they all decide to go fight Enchantress. Now they go to the subway station. Um, Killer Croc and a bunch of Navy SEAL guys who disappeared from the rooftop to the bar. They were nowhere to be seen are suddenly back. They all go down in underground to like where water and stuff is, yeah, where they, the bomb they, they planted. Out. They were just hanging out in the streets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, yeah, they, they were just... It was like, I'm going to go get a drink with these guys. You guys chill. But like, can we get? I a just drink thought to- they were out of frame the entire time, <laughs> just, just right, out of frame. right out of frame. <laughs> They're all singing karaoke. Yeah, um, uh, righteous brothers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> American Pie. That's why they were able to have the whole conversation. Uh, so yeah, then um, they're gonna go plant the bomb underneath that will kill her brother. They have to lure the brother to where the bomb's gonna be. El Diablo yeah, becomes a. 
giant specific corner of the room. Yes. El Diablo becomes a giant flaming Mayan skeleton guy. Yeah. So this bomb, Rick flag placed this bomb when the brother first appeared. And that's when the sister, the enchantress disappeared. What? Enchantress How knew is the this bomb. still important? Yes. And, yeah, she was there. Enchantress knew the bomb was there. Why didn't she do something about it? And furthermore, why didn't Enchantress do anything the entire time her brother was fighting these other guys? She oh, sat she there was, doing... She was just too busy body twitching. <laughs> okay, which, so... Which, which I appreciated. <laughs> I like Al's better. She had uh, Shakira in her... AirPods the whole time. <laughs> She's like, this is great. This is great. Um, There's a she-wolf. Okay, so their lie. plan is <laughs> to use... a she-wolf coming. They're going to use an explosive. Yes, they're going to blow them up with, with plastic or something. Yeah. Has no one thrown a fucking hand grenade at these two ancient idiots? Apparently, that's all it would take. They just got to blow yeah, them up. Fuck these guys. Like... Let's go. One, one big bomb, but it has to come from below. It, right. Yeah, they couldn't drop yeah, a they, bomb on them. Yeah, they could have just dropped a bunker below. buster they on have, this sky beam, and they would have been fine. They evacuated the city. They evacuated the city. Just blow them up. Fuck these guys. Yeah. Uh. So anyways... Um, yeah, so El Diablo becomes the flaming skeleton. He sacrifices himself and blows up Incubus. Um, he, he had like an Aztec-style headdress on and everything. Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah, he, he had looked a, cool. really cool. He looks yeah. cool. But he says, you, I, I already had one family die. I'm not going to let you kill my new family or something like that. It's like, your family? You've known these people four hours. Four and you hours. You're one character that doesn't is not seen talking to any of the other characters. Oh my yeah. fucking god! Except for when, except for when the black dude says to you, "Hey, bro," like, "Hey, homie." Yeah. Hey, dog, homie. Yeah, he says, "Homie." Ugh. Hey, homie, because it's 1992. Uh, so, anyways, uh, Enchantress then makes the beam bigger and. And she like beats them up for a little while and then invites them to join her. Why does she well, invite? It's like, bitch, we're on a team. <laughs> you were a founding member. But she invites them to join her like she was part of like the suicide squad and they had bonded and stuff. She's like, hey, you were all my friends. You can join me. She never met these people before. She family. she was she was already off the team by the time they were on the team. Why yeah, does she point. invite these people to join her? Just mind games. Well, because she knows how dangerous they can be because they uh, can hit her with various objects like baseball bats and boomerangs. Yeah, Like she could literally just shoot beams out of her hands and kill them all. What is happening? Have you ever been hit by a boomerang? (laughs) Okay, fair (laughs) enough. (laughs) I used to have one of those three-pronged Nerf ones and that hit me a couple times. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, those. yeah remember those mine was mine was bright oh uh, yeah mine was neon green yeah underhand oh, throw orange, they go yeah. straight up yeah, always the, getting hit in the face you had the orange one out i mean throw good on you for getting it to come back to the right place oh i mean that was like one out of every 25 times i threw sure. it yeah if it was every time you should have given up yeah <laughs> 
I'll get it this time, Dad. Uh, so, all right. Um, so then... You gotta test the wind. Yeah. Always. <laughs> so then Harley pretends that she's gonna join her, and she goes up, and, 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 and Katana's blade is there, and she uses it to cut out Enchantress's heart. All their weapons are there. She, like, she just... Mm-hmm took all their weapons and laid them down at her feet. Yes. And Harley Quinn, like, oh, Katana's <laughs> playing. There's a really popular online trend around this time to lay weapons on the ground in a way that looks good on film. <laughs> you yeah. see the Joker doing it. The Enchantress does it. Rick Flagg does it, but we don't see it, you know. Of course. Well, and if you were to pause it, the Joker also has random weird shit. Like, he has three onesies for a toddler laid out. He has he a has... bunch of iPads and laptops with the screens on, right. <laughs> showing a photo of something. And that shows oh his God. craziness, but they don't show it, really. No. And, okay, so... At this point, when she cuts out the heart, they take a solid 25 seconds of Flag turning to Deadshot and being like, her heart's out. That's how we can kill her. Shoot her heart. While everyone oh, else, including Enchantress, stands there and does nothing for like 25 seconds. She's in recovery. She just had heart surgery. And the entire know? time, and so like Will Smith is going to like shoot the heart and she puts like the thing in his mind of his daughter telling him not to while Enchantress, instead of like running to her heart and grabbing it and trying to put it back in or however the fuck that all works, stands there uh-huh. and goes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Like one of those fucking like uh, uh, things that are outside of used car dealerships with like the oh, arms. Yeah. inflatable D, arm flailing tube man. Yeah, yeah. That's a sweet D dance. Yeah, sweet D. I learned my best dance moves from that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of, yeah. So, He's anyways, dancer. Anyways, they 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 destroy her heart, and then June's back, and she has to like pull off the enchantress crust. From the outside of her, um, and the world. She looked like an orc being birthed. It was like it was like at the end of Ghostbusters when Rick Moranis and Sigourney Weaver came out of the Keymaster and the and the Gatekeeper. Yeah, Um, yeah. So um, then they rescue Amanda Waller, um, who tells them they get ten years off their sentences. Killer Croc wants BET. Because you know he's black, he was, right. he's a he black dude. Just say cable. Yeah, I he want cable. He wants BET. He just BET. Yeah. yeah. Or just like I want you to cook my food. Right. Anything. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Like no, I don't want a raw side of beef. Side yeah. of beef. I don't want a raw pork loin. Put that in. Cook, yeah, smoke that. that. Shit. Put put a dry rub on it. Come on, guys. Right. Yeah. Uh, like I haven't had a solid poop in years. Autobata style, <laughs> al pastor, anything, anything. Yeah. Um, so flavor. And, uh, I yeah. Flavor. I crave flavor. Harley Quinn wants an espresso machine, <laughs> which I'm fine with that. That feels kind of on brand for. Her. Yeah, that yeah. does. You know, nothing fancy. Um, Deadshot wants to visit his daughter, which we then immediately cut to Deadshot visiting his daughter. Um, and then and, to, and her talking about oh, how do you kill a man from this height? Yeah, they're doing I'm geometry. A hard time to, yeah, explaining this the, geometry to me. Explain it with murder. Yeah, yeah, yeah the hypotenuse. <laughs> yeah, 
Then uh, murder that used to trouble me. Deeply. Then then we get the Bohemian Rhapsody needle drop. The prison, and they're in prison. Everyone has the things they want. The Joker blasts his way in and rescues Harley Quinn. Then the only one who doesn't get an accommodation is Boomerang because he was a dick. Yeah, about it, right? Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, he's he just got screaming nothing. at them. He's just screaming at the camera. Yeah. Then in a mid-credit sequence, Amanda Waller gives Bruce Wayne a bunch of her files from her trapper keeper. There's pictures of the and Flash and Aquaman. That she knows who he is. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So is it just her, or is it a government secret? Bullshit. Who knows? Bullshit, Who knows? bullshit, bullshit. Um, so, uh, yeah, and that's it. Um, I, I did miss a couple needle drops in there. I can't remember where it went, but let's see. We had Black Skinhead. Um, we had... Uh, oh, with, that's when he's shooting all the stuff. That's right. In the prison, yeah. We had uh, Without Me. Um... A crazy train yeah, happened. Oh yeah, didn't we get crazy? No, train? I don't think we got crazy train. I think we just had paranoid. Oh, paranoid. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Um, let's see. We also had. Um, let's see. Uh, come baby, come. The that uh, K7 song. Um, Beethoven Symphony Number no. Three <laughs> was in there too. Ah, uh, so. Yeah, I uh, we talked about all my questions. I don't have, you know, I have a big giant question about why it was made. But yeah, yeah. this just oh, my God, this movie made me so incredibly angry. <laughs> yeah, I just don't understand the rush to get this movie out. Well, here's I mean, the, 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 well, c because. All right. So they claimed a date because there were Marvel movie coming out and they had to claim a date or there was the possibility Marvel or Disney or Star Wars would put a movie out that week. And it's a good week for theaters um, uh, that week. So they claim so that, that date. Cool. They gave him six weeks to write it. Then we got to film it. And then everyone hated Batman v Superman. So we better do the reshoots. But we have to make this date no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if ever a movie was written by committee, but the problem is the committee was insane. Yes. The committee was <laughs> like... In a fun way. Yeah, the committee was a bunch of incels and then a bunch of, like, middle American, like, teenagers who went to the screenings and, like, gave them the mm -hmm. feedback and, like... Yeah. The whole thing seemed like, like I said, a video game exposition. Mm. I've played video M games with better exposition. Oh, so have I. And I watched. It, yeah. I'm pretty sure, but the... it felt that way with the quick song cuts and the yeah, yeah. I don't know introductions over and over again. Yeah, so I don't know. You guys ready to go ahead and uh, and uh, rank this thing? Um, I have, I think I have one uh, unanswered question. All right, what you got, Al? Um, at some point, Captain Boomerang says, "You know what they say about the crazy ones." My great in bed. My yeah. unanswered question is: What do they say about the crazy ones? I second they Jock. Fuck better. Yeah. Yeah, they're crazy That's in the, the sack. Old thing. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's that or. That's the old adage. Yeah. Yeah, it's that or they're mad about M and M's aren't sexy. <laughs> but again, you know, misogynistic bullshit. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. 
All right. Let's see. I bet Harley's dangerous in bed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. She'll punch you in the face without asking. Yeah. Uh... Oh, yeah. Definitely a fuck punch. <laughs> oh, <for> definitely. Sure. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Ooh, shots fired by Andrea. <laughs> Uh, um, she says, I've met your exes, Al. <laughs> so she did. Yeah. So she did. Uh, so, all right. Ranking. I don't know. I don't even fucking know. I see that's too little, but, um, uh, I don't care either, but low. Well, all right. I this don't... is Fantastic Four bad. All right. So we got yeah. Fantastic Four at number 62. We got Supergirl at 64. Where is superheroes must die? Oh, that's dead last. Oh, that's, <laughs> 118. Yeah. Oh, that's the last one. <laughs> yes, that's way down there. Well, it's not the yeah. It's, it's not last one bad. It's not. It's, it's not bottom I of didn't the barrel. En- I didn't enjoy it. Like, I it thought, wasn't fun. I thought like, it was worse movies. than X Men Apocalypse. Yeah, I think so too. It's better than a, o- Origins Wolverine, though. I will say that. Yeah. Yeah, because just having the Joker makes it more fun. I'm, but. I'm happy with that right there, right wedged in between those two movies. Between the two X-Men there? Yeah. I am too. Uh, I'm trying to catch up. Hang on. Uh, numbers. Give me numbers. 94. 94, 95. Yeah. Oh, my God. So low. <laughs> I mean, I, I, get, I get the feeling you didn't dislike it as much as I personally did, Al. Uh, oh, wait, is this the ranking? Oh, yes. Yep. Yes. What I'm looking um, at. What I'm looking no, at. I, I'm I, trying to I don't know out. what you're looking at, Al. I don't have your eyes. But you understand numbers. Where should it be, <laughs> do you think? In the middle? Like Midway City or uh, Metropolis or Gotham? Oh, I see. Uh, Origins, Wolverine, Shark Boy, and Lava Girl. Uh... I like Shark Boy and Lava Girl a lot more than this. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. What? I did <laughs> No, I mean it was more it was it was a more coherent story. Yeah. Wasn't that the kid in the dream? Yes. Where he came back yes. and they wrote on dream, his dream 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 dream. <laughs> I honestly Better than this. I have to agree with Josh. If I were ranking this on my own, I'd probably put it somewhere around like Fant Forstick and Jonah Hex. Yeah, I I have no use for this movie. I don't even think it's set up in the universe. I think the only thing that redeems this movie, which is evidenced by the existence of the Suicide Squad, is that Harley Quinn is a perfect cast for this. Right. And, it is worth and she saved the day they start an ensemble she, around her. She transcended this film and she took over the character yeah. like RDJ did with Tony Stark. Um, you know, like like uh, uh, like uh, Hugh Jackman did with Wolverine. Like she inhabited the character, like they did theirs. Yeah, that's that's my argument for putting it up by the X Men movies and by like Amazing Spider Man too, because like they had great characters, but man, the stories were painful. Whereas the rest of these movies were just bad. Everything was bad about them, from casting to movie to story. Yeah, just yeah. yeah. I'm I am personally liking number ninety five between Apocalypse and Origins Wolverine. All right. After much deliberation, Al has decided. Yeah. We can all That's fine with me. Hello. I, I, I don't like that it comes down to me all the time. Or some <laughs> even some of the time. Well but, Well I it mean, seems to matter to you a little more. But it, 
Oh, it, it does. <laughs> it does matter to me. Um, but well, um, and and you, I, you you also tend not I'm to. Also, I'm also following what I hear is a consensus. Yeah, but that I that it's about this spot. Yeah, I mean, you also tend not to speak up at the beginning of the rankings, whereas uh, Josh it's, and Brian will chime in right away. Fair. <laughs> I'm full fair. of opinions. Number-based opinions in particular. So, all right, that's where we put it at number 95 out of 119. Um, not dead last, but pretty low. Uh, and that draws a close to Suicide Squad. What did we What did we talk about last week? Was what? it X-Men Apocalypse? Uh, Turtles. Tur- oh, yeah, last Turtles. week was Turtles. Turtles 2. Okay, yeah. and that probably ended up a bit lower or higher. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Anyway, two weeks ago, we talked about X-Men Apocalypse, and now we're in the same approximate space. Yep. So, um, yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. Two, two bad movies there. So, But that brings us to next week. Next week on Harmless Phosphorescence, we will be watching... Max Steel. What? <laughs> is this Hugh Jackman, the boxing movie? No, 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 no. You're thinking of a uh, real steel. Real steel. Oh. This is about an alien that comes down and a guy gets a suit and he fights people. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I don't know. Green Lantern? <laughs> I better not have to pay for it, I'll tell you. Uh, no, I th- I think there's I think there's a lot of steel involved. <laughs> Max uh, a like, maximum uh, the, amount the of maximum it, yes. amount of steel. <laughs> but yeah, yeah you could power. possibly put it on a person. Yeah. So you're they telling me game. if I have to pay for this movie, it's okay if I steal it. Yes. I you can max so. steal it. Max steal it. Yeah. yeah. I, yes, I would steal a car. Yeah. So that's yeah. next week. This is a non DC Marvel one. So uh, it's one of those one of those ones, guys. Oh, I hope it's Forever. made by a church or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know I know nothing about this, so it'll be interesting. Um, that's next week on Harmless Phosphorescence. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us. Uh, this has been your host, Smiley, and I'm off to the swirling ring of trash in the sky. <laughs> Pick up that burrito. I'm Josh Cece. I'm Brian Lesh, and of course I didn't die in that helicopter crash. Come on. One minute, I'm playing Mahjong with my Nana. Next thing I know, I'm Alaric Weber. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.